Hi, I'm Aubrey and I play Isabel. Hi, I am Scott and I play Arthur. Hi, I'm Termite and I play Piper. And I'm Bloody Porcelain. I will be your storyteller for the evening. It is, in many ways, the same story for every hunter. There is a single thread. They begin to pull and pull and pull. And the thread never breaks. It branches, becomes more threads, which they also follow. Signs of war- signs warn of continuing to pull, and with each tug, more and more is revealed. The thread connects a dozen points of intersection, ghosts, vampires, werewolves, wizards. As each new secret is revealed, there are less and less warnings to turn back, and the madman who persists is left to wonder, is it because they have drawn back the curtain, or because they have pulled themselves into the spiderweb? And who, or what, exactly, will be the spider when their endeavors come to a close? Tonight, let's tell a story about the madmen. Good evening, players. During our last session, there were some interesting revelations. And I am realizing that the danger is wrong. When did that happen? Oh, oh thank God. Oh, no. that, should, that should definitely not be at five. That should definitely have been at, at three. Okay. Just, just letting us know that gun shop was more dangerous than we assumed. <laughs> the RV blows up as he as he leaps. Rock, rocks fall, everybody dies. Um, there were a good number of revelations last, last episode. Um, you explored a little bit more about uh, explored a little bit more in terms of the the puzzles that you all were given to solve um we learned a little bit more about everybody really through some insight provided not only by the members of the cell um having an in-depth discussion about all of the things going on with them um but also because they met a new acquaintance who brought along with him the body of a departed cellmate who seems to have gone a little bit off his rocker, maybe? And ended up in the clutches of who Arthur is certain was the speaker of the Church of the Rising Star, the cult that he left when he began his journey as a hunter. And in whose clutches his wife remains. Gun shop. Perhaps purposefully, maybe a little inadvertently, presented facts about each person in the cell. Things that they may not have known about who and what they are. And informed them that he had never seen a death like the one um, Zephyr suffered before. He's not entirely sure what could have caused such a thing. Also informed them that people who die like Zephyr disappear in every sense of the word except their physical husk. There is no soul left behind to be called upon after death. (laughs) 
they packed up their things and headed for New Orleans. Upon arriving in New Orleans, Rosanna parked the R- their new RV, their very shiny new RV, um, stood up to stretch and immediately crumpled like a rag doll. Upon seeing this, Gunshop took a look at, at Rosanna, took a look at the rest of you and went, wow, that seems like a problem. Y'all should probably get on that. And then he headed for the door. I have people to see, things to take care of. I'll be back when I'm ready or when I'm able. And he leaves. As the trained medical professional, I would like to make sure Rosanna's okay. Yeah. <laughs> make me an intelligence and medicine check. I mean, Arthur's going to head that way as well, but he won't he won't stop Isabel from doing her job. I almost made a vampire roll. That's the wrong command. Nope. That is definitely the wrong command. Unless <laughs> there's something you haven't told us. Uh, <laughs> if it is, it's news to me as well. <laughs> that is eight successes. Holy cow. All right. Um, so at first you actually panic a little bit, um, because you go to get a pulse and you can't find one. Um, but you are very good at what you do. And part of what you do is ensuring that people are in fact dead and not just one of those weird fringe cases. And it turns out that Rosanna is one of those weird fringe cases. Um, it takes a couple of minutes, uh, but with your stethoscope, you are able to get a very faint very slow heartbeat. So she's alive. She doesn't appear to be in any kind of distress or danger, but there is something about the state that she has fallen into that it's like her body has started to kind of slow down to preserve itself. Yeah, I will sort of, as I'm learning these things and realizing these things, definitely keeping a running commentary going of, uh, you know, she's okay for now. It's just, like, you know, when somebody gets really cold, you know, all the body sort of slows down in a way that it can just sort of keep going with very little energy. It's strange. Is she, is it safe to move her or should we keep her? It is absolutely safe. Yeah, I would would absolutely recommend we move her to a more comfortable space. Okay. Um, Arthur's gonna help pick her up if he can't just pick her up on his own and he carry can. her to, yeah, to w- whatever bed has been claimed as hers, whichever that is. It's probably the biggest bed in the RV if we're being honest with you, because right. she, she tends to curl up with Gozer, so mm-hmm. she needs more space than everybody else. Okay, I'll take her there. Um, and, and along the way, sort of try to see, ask, like, is there, do you have any idea of what might have caused this? Do you think this is another vision, but like a harder one? Do you, should we be suspecting, I don't know, evil cabal of vampires and mages perhaps may have taken Victoria's body or something? I honestly know about as much as but medically. Um, hmm. I, I, I didn't get to, last time she had a vision, I didn't, didn't take any notes. I don't know if this is guessing 
through just that it is probably a vision of some kind, hopefully wakes up soon. I, I don't know of anything else. I'm, I, I, I mean, I, I, I really don't know in some of those. Is there any way I could roll to see if I can understand anything like occult wise? I mean, I could try to sense the unnatural, see if That's, that would I was going to say, I was going to say, you know that Piper is, probably, is yeah. probably more in tune with that than you are. Yeah. Um, is there a roll for your sense, Piper? Uh, I, for some I reason, ask you keep, every time you do this, and I keep forgetting. It's fine. I keep forgetting. I want to say it's wits technology. Yes, or witch science. Sure, yep, go for me, it. But. Roll it. I believe you got eight successes. Jesus. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, there doesn't appear any to be anything occulty going on. Your your sensors and everything are not turning anything up. Unless you want to reroll failures. I have two unspent willpower remaining. I'm good. <laughs> oh, okay. We Even after our beginning bad. of the session session <laughs> refresh. Um, it's not beginning of the session. It's when you guys sleep. Yeah, uh, it's a rest yeah, and so refresh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and Piper was very specifically up and doing things the whole drive. We we talked at length about that. So maybe once Piper takes a nap, she'll be better able to do that. She looks a little brain fried right now um, after everything that has happened today. Um, okay. Well, you guys are in New Orleans. Gun Shop has fucked off to wherever it is that Gun Shop is going to fuck off to. Um, Rosanna is unconscious, but stable and doesn't show any signs of distress or, you know, anything that Isabel thinks y'all need to worry about. She's like, you know, as long as we check in and she continues to have a heartbeat, she should be fine. For all, unfortunately, for all Isabel knows, this is how Rosanna is every time she kind of like you know, has a particularly strong vision, but she hasn't been around to know. Does that make sense? Yeah, I've only seen one vision before that I'm aware of. Yeah, I mean, my my point is that, like, you don't have any a, a real mm. basis of comparison. Yeah. So. That said, do, 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 do. Okay. Uh, what do you guys want to work on? Um, oh, uh, Piper, when you guys settle and you manage to like set up your security and stuff again, and you're on a more secure uh, connection than you could have been while moving, um, you have a uh, uh, email. Oh, from Cricket. All right. Um. You don't. Ha you obviously don't have to answer it right away, but it's basically like a heads up. I, 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 we, whenever you have time, we can talk. Um, all right. Um, so here's my question for the rest of you, or for for all of you, I should say. What do you want to work on first? Because you all have a list of things that need to be accomplished. I, I think that the first thing Isabel is going to work on is I want to take a full look. At Zephyr's body, do an act like as close to an autopsy as I can. Probably no cutting open, but um, you know, a full, you know, making all of my notes, 
uh, collecting samples and um, anything like that I can do. I'll say um, that you could probably, like, you can't do, like, a full-on I'm going to remove mm-hmm. all the organ-style yeah. autopsy, but you you could you could do some light surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you guys bought the RV and started making your changes and stuff last session, like, you made sure that you were at least pseudo-outfitted for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the RV is one of the ones that's got, like, a... They call it a quote-unquote garage at the back of the RV that's meant to be, like, where a car would park or whatever, and that's kind of been converted into your into your surgery because it's the easiest part to clean. Yeah. Um, it's also partially the lab you guys have been wanting, or, you know, working on getting set up. It's not fully outfitted yet because you've only had the RV for a day, but you have some yep. basics set up. Oh. We did finish those puzzles, so if we want to look at where that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to take a look at the body before it starts really smelling. That's that very fair. fair. <laughs> and somebody's like, that smells like a body. <laughs> Arthur? Um. Well, right now he's super concerned about Rosanna, but um, following the following the puzzles and then, you know, looking into the local version of, of the Church of the Rising Star would be what he wants to do. But, you know, if others are tangled in things, he's going to help with that. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that we will start with the autopsy because that is Isabel specific. Um, the puzzles are everybody. Piper, I know you also um, started to dig into the church's finances, but haven't quite gotten there. Yep. Um, gotten through it. I will say that you know that Nico could be of great help with that um, because it's a lot of data to sift through. You're better at unpacking it, but Nico is very good at aggregating and 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 collating data. I apologize. Not Nico. Not Nico. Cricket. Cricket is very good at that. Nico plays cricket. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a day. Um, okay. You know that that uh, Cricket can help you. Uh, you are better with the finances and, and, and hacking bank account stuff. That's some pretty high-end risky stuff that generally, if they need that level of information, they come to you for it. Um, yeah. But now that you have the information, um, they are one of those people who would be very good at helping you to go through it, aggregate it, and figure out what it all means. Um, so, Isabel. Yes. Make me and let me look at your sheet. Int and medicine roll. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think pathology super fits with what you're looking at uh, because this is weird. Mm-hmm. But yes. Would uh, coldly logical give me any bonuses to this? Absolutely. Cool. Uh, and coldly logical just is reduces the difficulty, right? I believe so. Yeah, if I look at it on my sheet. 
Yeah, minus one difficulty on all related rolls. Cool. I mean, it's still six successes. Well, <laughs> that's you are just on fire today. Good lord. Okay. There's still time. Um. So. We kind of talked about this a little bit last time. There are a number mm. of injuries, but they are in various states of healing. So none of them look super recent, except some of the mm. bruising. Um, none of them look like they happened um, like in the minutes or even hours before he died. Mm. Um, and none of them look trying to think of the right way to put this none of them look post-mortem um okay. if this was a body that was put on your table at your normal job and you didn't know that there was something supernatural that had done this you would be incredibly like perplexed because there are signs that this person would have to be like old like yeah. hair is shock white the skin is kind of like almost shriveled in some places. You know, they look aged, but you also know from having spoken to Arthur and looking at the skeletal structure mm. that there's no way like this person couldn't be much more than maybe early 30s at the latest. Like they're yeah. young and should have been really healthy, but it's like something hit a switch and in the last moments of their life, they aged pretty significantly, maybe. Or only parts of them aged. It's very, very odd. Um, you would not be able to give a cause of death on this um, if you were at work. There is nothing specific about this. Um, you can tell that in the last few months they've definitely had at least one um at least one bone that like got fractured and was never like casted like it should have been yeah um so they were probably living with some significant pain at times um you've you've can you find like a various healing scars and things like that um that that are probably within the last few months to the last few weeks old um, but there's nothing, yeah, even with six successes, there's just, there's no clear sign of death and you're not even like, this isn't even a, there isn't, I don't have a sign of death because I can't, I, a cause of death because I can't find one. You are 99% certain that there isn't one to be found. It's just, they just did. Yeah, it's it's literally like somebody reached inside of them and just pulled the life out of them. Like they like a like a switch got flipped. Mm -hmm. And take requisite samples and I hope to get somebody to or get to some place or get uh, Allison to help me with analyzing them, figure out if there's anything that way I can use. Okay. Awesome. 
you are able to take the the samples with six successes. I'm not even going to make you roll to make sure that they're fine. Like that was so good. And I feel bad that I couldn't give you more information, but it's genuinely because there's no more information to give you. Yeah. I mean, it it it, it, it takes things off of the table, you know, it where it's it takes, like it takes a lot of things off of the table. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I mean, you know, for certain that there's definitely as much blood in this body as there should be. Yeah. You know that much, so this was not a blank body, that's for damn sure. Exactly. Yeah, not a blank body, probably wasn't a werewolf because the body's mostly in one piece. Yep. That's good to know. That just leads me back to confirming that uh, speaker is definitely involved here. Still know what it is, what he is. But... No, I think you were right the first time. Yeah. I mean, do you want me to ask my contact, see if she's encountered anything like this before? Yeah, any information would be helpful because I'm still very in the dark. um, And that worries me because it means I don't know how to handle it. Yeah, no, it is a big fucking question mark. Yeah. And I guess the other big question is, we don't exactly have a place to store the body. What would you like to do with it? Well, I think that we either need to bury it or burn it. And I I don't know what Zephyr's preference would be. Um, Burning it would probably be safer for us. And also, Probably we're in New Orleans. You can't bury a body here. Oh, well, then I guess uh, burning it is. Uh, well, I mean, we can take care of it now. Um, I'd like to maybe have a little I, time I with him. Or... Yeah, you take all the time you need. Like, I'd say if we're going to burn it, it's probably better middle of the night in an area where we're not going to be interrupted. Yeah. And um, if Rosanna is fine and she wakes up, then we'll have a little memorial for him. And I think I think it would be great if, if the both of you could help be with us with that. Um, yeah. We did that for Jillian. We, we haven't done it for Victoria yet, but we should. Yeah, just... Let me know when. Thanks. Okay. All right. I suppose we will move on to the puzzles. Yes? Yeah. All right. Piper, information or information, intelligence and uh, technology, please. I almost definitely didn't say information technology. Of course not. I would never. I I never make mistakes like that. Uh, Four successes. Four. Okay. Um, So getting back to the server um, actually takes some doing. Um, There is a new 
security um, and you have to work your way past it. So it's more time consuming than it was last time, um, especially because you don't have Rosanna here to help. Um, it's not that you are incapable. It is simply that this is uh, difficult. It was difficult to get into the first time. It is more difficult now that you're alone. Um, but eventually you manage um, and you take the the end results of all of those puzzles and put them into what turns out to be like a it almost looks a little it's it's essentially like a cube on your screen um, and the okay. cube has like has like buttons and you click the button and then it asks you for the answer to one of the puzzles and assuming that you can put them all in correctly uh, something will happen thankfully you have all the answers um and being able to put in the answers into the cube is relatively straightforward it tells you like what section it wants um and when you do it the the cube like like kind of shifts and twists at the same time you see that it's like there are pieces of it like this is a a series of of like um, individual shapes that have been put together to create a cube. So when it twists, they all start to come apart. Um, and you watch on your screen as they break, and it's it's kind of beautiful at the same time. It is deeply fucking unsettling to watch. Um, because everything so far has been about like data. It's been numbers and letters and whatever. Like you haven't had anything this like graphically in intensive show up in this whole thing. So the fact that somebody suddenly switched gears to something like this is odd. Um, and it unfolds and for a second, your entire screen just goes black and you have to like check to make sure that the computer didn't turn off. Um, and then uh, text starts to show up and you realize that it is um, names just hundreds of names cascading across your screen and then hundreds becomes thousands um, and it's like this constant almost upwards waterfall of text filling your screen as you are sitting there um and it takes you a minute because there's so much raw data kind of going across the screen. It takes you a minute to really like catch what's happening. Um, you realize that there are dates next to all of them, um, as well as locations. And at one point you um, grab a line, just really quickly highlight and copy a line. Um, so that you can uh, look at it more precisely later because it doesn't look like the data is going to stop anytime soon. Um, and when you paste it into like a notepad, essentially, um, you realize that it is a name, it is a date, it is a place. Um, and then a... a essentially what looks like after doing it with a couple more lines looks like it might have been like a cause of death um 
except that it's it's less like a medical examiner's cause cause of death and more like what you would find in like a police report or an action report for a military file um you know there's one that's um uh drained of blood you know august 5th 1967 Baltimore there's one that's um ripped to shreds December 3rd 1922 Germany that sort of thing um and looking at as looking at more and more of these causes of death specifically um, you are starting to realize that these are almost certainly all deaths that were caused by some sort of supernatural. Yeah, essentially a giant dossier of supernatural victims. Seems like it. Mm-hmm. But they're from all over the place um, as far as like places in the world, um, times that they could have happened, what caused it. Um Somebody has been compiling a bunch of this stuff. You don't know why. Or who. Um, But eventually the scrolling stops. Um, And one of the last, like, last ten names on it um, is a name that none of you immediately recognize. Um, But... The location is Raleigh, North Carolina. The date was just a few days ago. And the cause of death is just question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm not sure what we can do with this, but... It seems like somebody's been keeping tabs for a long fucking time. On victims? Victims of all kinds of supernatural. Now this one right here. Pretty sure that's Zephyr. Or if not, one of the other people that was found. Yeah. And um, hmm. it's entirely possible. This is a list of people like us, people that were hunting something. Because that's what Zephyr was doing. Mm-hmm. And we know he was with some kind of group based on the phone call you received. Yeah. He was. So. Piper. Yes. When you highlighted, or when you talked about the line that you were pretty sure was effort. Did you click on it? Did you highlight it to like make it yes. stand out? Yep. When that happens, 
um, a number of other lines above that highlight. Um, and you notice um, that their causes of death were um, victim of, and then that weird name that you don't recognize. And there's, if you scroll up, there's a few dozen at least. Um, there are more details, you know, for some of them. For some of them, it's just a victim of. For others, it's, um, for one of them, it's like disemboweled by. Or, or beheaded by. Um, one of them is, is captured and tortured until death by. And, and I assume these are all more recent ones? Yep, they're all within the last three months, give or take. Two to three months. Okay, so maybe not people like us. But... This one's definitely Zephyr. If Gunshot is to be believed about what Zephyr was doing. So this is a list of Zephyr's victims. It's a list of, well, not all, but strange causes of death. Potentially related to the supernatural. Right. The could all of the victims be supernatural? If if these if this is Zephyr, then um, and then and these are Zephyr's victims described dead in the same way that Gunshop described <clears throat> Zephyr's crew doing, then maybe these are all supernatural entities that have been killed by people or other supernatural entities. It could be. But I, I think regardless, I think it's worth assuming that there's a group of hunters on the other side of it. Yeah, um, with just a glance over it, do I recognize any names on it? Like maybe people who have come across my table? Um, so, so when I, so the part of the problem is, is that there are thousands of names here. Um, however, you did find, uh, Piper did find that when she interacted with the line that was specifically, she was pretty sure it was Zephyr's. It highlighted lines that looked like they were connected to Zephyr. Mm -hmm. Um, so if Piper goes and finds, um, uh, like, San Diego on that list of uh, locations, um, she can do that and make me a... Let's do Wits and Academics. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Would my research spec uh, help with that? Absolutely. Cool. Um, and let's, let me look at your advantages, because you've got some... Da, 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 da. Didn't I give you a... Yeah, the, I'll say coldly logical will also help. Oh. <laughs> that is two successes, but I am going to spend a willpower to reroll those failures, see if I can get anything more. Okay. <laughs> Holy Jesus! Isabel! She was Isabel's, Isabel's in her element. Isabel's like, this is puzzles and bodies, and I am good at this. Mm -hmm. 
Also, the bot is making it up to me for fucking me over on my Monday game. <laughs> um, there are, in fact, um, a number of, of names that you recognize. Mm -hmm. um, and their causes of death match up. All, almost all of their causes of death mat, uh, match up with what you thought they were. There are a couple that you thought were just normal mundane deaths. Mm -hmm. It turns out not so mundane. Um, but for the most part, they they match. Yeah, and I'll, I'll point them all out and just be like, these are bodies that I've had on my table, several of them, and, and actually realize we're really just supernatural. But definitely somebody's keeping an eye on deaths, strange deaths, all over the U.S., I guess. Um, wasn't wasn't there some in Germany, too? Like maybe it's the whole world. The whole world? Um, yeah. A quick scroll through definitely suggests that it may not be the whole world, but it is a lot of the world. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. not just the U.S. Um, they also must have somebody who has some sort of... Uh, it's either like Piper or someone like me who has access to files like these. Just to know some of these causes of death and all of these people who die. It's a lot of work. Wish I knew if anyone who had ascended would be on this list, but I don't, I can't think of anyone because once they ascended, we never saw them again or heard from them again. And I wouldn't know what happened to their bodies and therefore would anyone that made this list even know that they had existed, essentially. But I guess it's just kind of a hope that we might see a strange death that resembles the way yeah, that's ever died. The only thing I could think of is if we go by unknown causes of death like Zephyrs. Yeah. But that leaves a lot of room for there. Do we do we have an area where the cult usually operates out of? Maybe we can start with that state and see if anything well, else pops up. I know of two locations the cult operates out of. One being not far from here and the other one being California and a kind of a ranch compound outside of LA. Very Charles Manson of them. Yeah, at the time we just thought it was um clever, isolated, inexpensive place, but I think that for, for the side it does. Yeah, that's exactly why, you know, Charles Manson chose Spawn Ranch, kind of, you know, mm -hmm. very isolated. Piper. Yeah. Uh, what's in technology, and yes, your specialization in security does apply. Okay. Uh, six successes. <laughs> six at a critical. Man, you guys, you're just uh, making it easy for me to tell you all of the things tonight. Um, you realize after a moment um, that this database, which is what you realize it is after a while, yep. um, is being accessed by somebody else actively right this second. Um, and you manage to pull up essentially the like the information on the database, like the, the uh, oh, goodness, there's a specific term in, in tech. Um, 
and I'm just blanking on it. It's essentially the information on like the file itself rather than the information in the file itself. Oh, like 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 the file's metadata. Metadata. That was what I was looking for. Yes. Um, most of the metadata is incredibly sparse or just blank. Um, but because you know that they are currently here, you can see you pull it up and you see that there is a list of logins as part of the metadata. Um, active logins. Um, your handle is showing up as one of them, even though you never typed it in anywhere. Um, and there is another handle uh, called Delphi. And when you look at the database, you realize that there are two new entries at the bottom. What are the new entries, BP? <laughs> Nobody that you recognize. Um, okay. There is cool. there is somebody in New York City um, whose cause cause of death is. Um, uh, soul extraction by changeling. Oh. <laughs> um, and there is one in Japan. It's it's post dated, so it happened or, or pre like predated it. it. It happened like two days ago, but it is listed as having happened in Tokyo, Japan. Um, and it was um. Uh killed by a vampire. And then a little um, a little text box pops up on your screen. Um, and it effectively says Congratulations on solving the puzzles. I hope this can be of help. It will be open to you until you give me a reason to believe that you are not someone who is safe, who is well, who is safe, who I can safely entrust it to. Please add entries as you have them. And uh, reach out if I can help. Sorry, they're like actively typing, so there's pauses every that, so no, often. That's, that's fair. Um, I, I respond with understood. Uh, is Victoria's on here? Um, there is a long moment where uh, nothing happens. No one answers. And then a uh, just says line number such and such. Okay, uh, I, I go to that line. Um, and it's everything that you know about Victoria so far, except that it gives a much more precise date, which isn't super important to the narrative. Just, you know, yep. um, she was dead a little bit longer than you guys had expected or, or thought that she was. But Isabel did explain that given the where her body was, it was hard to pinpoint. Um, but she was pretty dead on about most most of it. Um, and it was uh, the uh, mauled by uh, mauled by Lupine. Which is one of those names that you guys have stumbled across uh, that is occasionally used for werewolves. Uh, 
So we can see this, right? This yeah. computer screen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't. Listen. For all I know, Piper keeps you it are, all. You are effectively standing behind Piper. <laughs> Unless Piper tells me otherwise, I'm assuming oh. that she's allowing people to see things yeah, on this, the screen. This was something that, uh, one, we all worked on, um, and two, can all benefit from, so. Sure. S- s- um, my, I guess what I would wonder is how did this person get this information if we were the ones that took the body? I mean. I'm curious to know the network and connections that are going on here. Yeah. I want to make a Greek mythology joke at the name. The Oracle of Delphi. More more people like me. It seems like it's something that's available for anybody they deem worthy of it, so... So you think we can trust this person for now? I'm assuming it's another hunter or something. I think it's more than we had before, so... Exactly. Piper? Yep. Two new entries. Yeah. These are, um... Almost up to the minute at this point. Yeesh. Are you going to say anything in your little text box or are you just closing it? I'm giving you the opportunity to attempt to interact with Delphi or or they're just going to log off. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm going to ask, uh, how are you getting this information so fast? There are like there, there's a minute that goes by without an answer before you get this is this is me as the storyteller trying to decide what their answer would be. I apologize <laughs> before you, you get an answer after about a minute um, that says this is what I was created for. Interesting. Do you say that? Yes. Is it? Well, so I don't think we're necessarily dealing with another person on the other side of this. What? What do you mean? They, they said they were created for this. Like a like a frankincense monster. Whatever the heck Jillian's group of wraiths were. That kind of thing. I'm thinking more aligned with technology once. 
essentially something given limited automation to assist with what we do. Skynet, but it finds monsters. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a new one. But if it if there's a well, this database alone, if this exists, then we, we might be able to. I mean, fight whatever's out there, right? Just not just like small collectives of those of us who know what's going on, but maybe a a bigger sort of scheme plan. You know, people have tried that. They end up blinded by greed and end up not doing what they set out to do in the first place. Fair. Uh, I'm, I'm going to type back thank you uh, to Delphi. You're welcome. Is there anything else we need right now? This could well, be very was, for a future. Um, I, there was a, a mention of a, a soul steal. Is there any information on what the body looked like? Or Because one thing that's getting me is, is the, something that um, Gunshop said, something about their their soul not being anywhere. Um, and I've kind of been wondering that about the speaker and what happens at Ascension for a little while. I've been, something I've been pondering ever since I first left. I mean, and, like Zephyr's body doesn't, like, but despite the fact they are dead, medically they should not be dead. There's yeah. no cause of death, so, I mean, souls possibly be a souls? Like, it's, soul steel is a better option than anything else I had. Sure, I just wondered if there was any details, because maybe the soul steel looked entirely different than Zephyr's situation, you know, okay. it's, yeah. I'm just thinking out loud on that one, um, because I don't, we, when we met Jillian again, we discovered that there was something about spirits and souls and what happens to people after they die in the, the shroud and this whole thing that I'm still not sure I entirely understand. Um, so there's something going on out there and in that world, but, but Gunshop sort of implied that Zephyr's soul is not anywhere. And I assume that Gunshop kind of maybe knows more about this metaphysical spirit realm of soul-crushing thing going on. So I'm just, if there's any more information uh, about that, maybe we can see what it says. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah, would try and find any more information on that specific cause of death as well as really any related causes of death <clears throat> due to, you know, souls being so, stolen, devoured. So, what it actually says is soul extraction. Right. Um, can you, can you be more specific about what you're looking for? Is it like anything just, to do with the soul? I was looking, uh, trying to see if we could just, on the yeah, specific case get, that I just wrote in, like the details of like 
any details about the scene, the like state body, of the whatever stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, uh, hmm. So this is one of those things that that's a little bit weird. Um, most of the entries, if you click on them, open up files with more information. Um, this one has very sparse information attached to it. Um, there's no police reports. Most of these have have police reports or coroner's coroner's reports. There is nothing like that. Um, Delphi is still connected if you wanted to try to ask them about this. Yes. Uh, Is there any more information on this entry? Or is this everything? That is all of the information that I have. I provide anything else I get when I can. Those entries rarely have more information. As far as I can tell, they rarely have bodies. And then um, you see like a like the search bar on your screen has soul extraction typed into it. And the database, you know, what you're seeing suddenly shrinks to nothing but soul soul extraction entries. And there aren't a ton of them. Um, but there's a fair few, um, and it's all the same thing. And if you click on any of them, there's little to no information. Um, but occasionally you click on one, um, where the, the date for the soul extraction was 60, 70 years ago. But when you open it, the, the date of death is much more recent. Oh, that's... I mean... So they managed to live without the soul being intact. It quite possibly be... You know, people who appear to have some sort of... break with reality. And, you know, maybe... Or people who are comatose, left comatose after the event, and eventually just, you know. Yeah. So they're just alive, soulless. They're physically alive, but Mm -hmm. nothing more. Lights lights on, no one's home. It's, I mean, it's starting to sound like a Romero film or something. Zombies <laughs> running around. It kind of does, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think this is a good database, and uh, maybe Piper, you can have your friend look at it, see if they can get any more information from it. I don't know if that's a good idea, though. That's your call. They're your friend. I think this is one of those things that they would need to find themselves. 
Okay. Well, it's something, and it gives us a direction to move in. It's certainly a tool, yeah. Yes. I have more information than we could ever reasonably expect to have, so. Yeah. I mean, I've got, also got a contact here in, well, supposed to meet a contact of Allison's here, and they're gonna hopefully put me on a in a direction to deal with this curse, but also maybe they know things about that are going on here. Maybe they know anything about the the church's activities. I'd be able to figure something out. Yeah, I, I survey, surveilled them for a couple of months and I didn't get a whole lot, so if anyone had anything, it would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is a person who's more in touch with the um, the magical stuff. So mm. maybe I, I do hope you understand. You're not going to that meeting alone. I was oh, about to ask um, who wanted to go with me because one of us <laughs> should stay with Rosanna. Yeah, we're not leaving Rosanna this time. Not like we did Victoria. It's either that, right? I don't know. Maybe Gozer will go with me big scary dog there's that also I mean I I guess the RV's a little conspicuous take Gother um, take the drone yeah yeah I imagine they wouldn't take kindly to extra people showing up so it's probably a good idea Okay. Are you closing out of the database? Are you gonna ask Delphi any more questions? No, I don't think we have anything else for now, so we're gonna close out. Okay. We need more information um, to ask more questions. Understood. All right. Uh, you close out of the database. Um, what exactly is next? Uh, it sounds like there's a meeting planned that is going to happen. I will will reach out and figure out exactly where this person that Allison knows is, you know, where to meet them and uh, all of that. Okay. Um, So when you call Allison at first, you don't get an answer. Um, Mm -hmm. But a couple of minutes later, you get a text message that says, um, I'm in a meeting. Are Are you in NOLA? And I'll just reply yes. Um, they will message you back with an address and a time that's about uh, about three hours from now. They're sending you to a bar. Um, and then the next message is, strictly speaking, you didn't get this name from me. Of course. Um, but tell them I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, and then she follows up with a good luck. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, I will. Okay. All right. So you've got a little bit before that happens. Um, is there anything you guys want to do or are we fast forwarding? Okay meet with the cricket hey put that out of the way 
That is a fair point. Um, so I'm, I'm going to ask, because this has come up already once the session, are you positioning yourself so that nobody else can see? Um, or are you going to uh, allow uh, people... For for this, this is going to be uh, nobody else gets to see what's going on kind of thing. Okay. Oh, You're not going to display it in all of our cool screens in our RV? No. <laughs> Alrighty, 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 alrighty. Make sure that I've got this set up correctly. Well, in that case, while that's happening, uh, Arthur is going to try to figure out based on the maps that he has where this bar is to see if he can figure out where he can park the RV close enough to be inconspicuous <laughs> um, in his typical fashion. I mean, on the upside, uh, we can just bring Rosanna with us. Yeah, that's what I mean. She'll be in the RV. It'll be fine. So you, there are definitely places you could park the RV, but you the RV is never going to be inconspicuous. It's it's a big ass bus, effectively. Especially not New Orleans. Um. Okay. All right. So you do your thing, make your connections. Um, Cricket, you are working as you usually are on your like 10th cup of coffee for the day um and you get a ping from piper who you had sent an email to uh effectively this morning and it looks like they are getting back to you and it's absolutely the same same bullshit different day uh what's what what's is, our word God damn what it, is your mother's <laughs> Mother's maiden name, first pet in the street you grew up in in high school. Uh, <laughs> it's just, always dumb Facebook just shit. Just basic security questions. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, inevitably, uh, the the password for the actual connecting onto the video call comes through. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I'm, I'm going to say that those, that's the answer to each question. The first one is Jesus, the second one is fucking, and the last one is Christ. <laughs> Doesn't matter the question. <laughs> Every time. Look, if, I, if you ever answer one of those in any way correctly, I know it's not you. <laughs> Easy burner. <laughs> I get it out of the way quickly. So, what do you want to talk about first? Because I got like oh, four no. different leads. Let's see. We asked you to work on the church. That's probably going to be the best thing since we're close. All right. So, Speaker Boy has a name. It's probably, if not his real name, it's at least the one that's as close to as he's going to get. Um, goes by Liam Key in polite society and possibly impolite society. Um, like I said, it's either a really good al alternate or it's actually his name. Uh, he has records going back to like young child with this name. So as good as I can get for now on it, I can keep working, but at least 
for now, that's about as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not a blank. He he has a very good moisturizer, but he's not a blank. He doesn't really have much by way of personal finances. It looks like most of what he gets, he gets from the cult. Sorry, mm-hmm. the church, the society. He gets, yeah, he gets a lot more than he should from that. Yeah, that seems to be his primary source of funding. It doesn't seem to... His portfolio is not diversified. Interesting. The church in and of itself has two separate filings. It's not two branches of the same church as far as the government's concerned. It is two separate churches with the same name. Like, they're both connected. But they're not under the same organization as far as the government's concerned. Um, Now, is that just tax evasion or... Let's be honest, there's probably something else going on. If we look into the money, that's more your bag, not mine. Um, Oh, I'm already working on that. But there's a lot. uh, As for our good friend, Mr. Key... Uh, we have other friends who have files on him. Uh, yeah, the, either the government or the Catholic church, but the intersection by which they meet, uh, that the, I believe the colloquial name for them is the second inquisition, uh, has separate files on him. They know he's something. He's not a blank. They don't think he's a major or a fae which is wild. He certainly doesn't look any werewolf I've ever had the pleasure of looking into. He's definitely not a werewolf. I feel like he'd be hairier if he was. Would also be less likely to drain the very life out of people. We had a corpse dropped on our doorstep. Um, Seemed to be one of his doing. Um, no clear cause of death. Should be perfectly healthy, but, well, they weren't. And there's nothing left of them other than the corpse. I hate everything about that and will absolutely continue to look into it for you. Thank you. Um, let's see. Um, that's pretty much what I got on that. Looking through the last of my little notes. Yeah, that's what I got there. Um, once I get everything set up here, sorry, reset up here, I can do a little bit more deep diving. Um, I had to, I had to shift a bit have some enemies and now I have some enemies uh, which one of them's after you that's a great question uh when I know I'll tell you I have great. to do again once I get things rejiggered over here I'll be able to look into some of the little snippets of badges I could see badges is the wrong word Identifiers, identifiers. 
Oh, all right. So as soon as I know, you'll know. Uh, right. Especially because if they're coming after me, then they'll likely eventually trace back. But like, maybe, maybe not. It's always good to be prepared. All right, so that is, let's see, that is our friend, Mr. Key. That is our friends at the church. We also have, uh, we have that one person you wanted me to look into, and we have the Linnaeus Society also. Which one would you like to hear first? Um, what do you got on the guy I asked you to look into? So, I can neither confirm nor deny that he's a blank. I can confirm that he's been missing from Chicago for a hot second. So it's more likely than not. Like, I would err on the side of caution on this one. Uh, Caution being that he's gonna rip your throat out, not caution like, don't assume. Um, He's been missing in Chicago since before, uh, remember those explosions? Yeah, before that, but not by much, like a couple days. Um, He used to be a medical examiner. His name, actual name, is Vincent Pendleton. It's very likely he's got a pseudonym going on. In fact, he probably has multiples if he's been missing for this long and no one's caught on, really. Uh, He's probably shifting through a couple of identities, I would imagine. Um, No one found his body, so he was listed as missing. Everyone thought he died during the explosions, and by everyone, I mean like the people who were looking for him and no one actually found his body. Um, I'll forward you a couple of names. Uh, if you want to look into personal finances, see if any, any of them have tax records, things like that. Um, I will forward you those. They are. And uh, the, there's a file that comes along with all of this info as well so that you've got it uh, digitally and it has his name, as well as a couple of pseudonyms, uh, Edward Carnby, Stephen Sharp, and Jonathan uh, Turlow. Um, yeah, that seems to be most of it. There is also the... I think that, that covers everything with him. So can't confirm ties to him to any particular blank organization, like, setup. But if he's not, then he has gone through a hell of a lot of trouble to just not be in Chicago anymore, which is also not great. Yeah, either he is, or he's working very closely with some very dangerous things. Yeah, that was, that was my thought. All right. And the Linnaeus Society. The Linnaeus Society is files. Um, so they're fun, and by fun I mean the fucking worst. Because the nice thing about blanks is you can expect certain behaviors. They're not going to show up on scans. They're not gonna walk around during the daytime. They don't typically have appointments at four in the afternoon. Linnaeus Society uh, does have some of those. So they are absolutely tied to blank bodies, but 
not necessarily every member is one. Um, there are records of some of their members checking in at the airport at, for their flight at one, uh, going to the doctors and getting MRIs and x-rays. Um, there are some who look like they should be, right? They look like they have records going back, like photos or paintings of them in the 1800s. And yet they went to some dude's little league game at noon. Um, so like I said, a fun little conundrum. Um, they have a decent number of people on their staff. Staff is a strong word. There are a decent number of people in their particular society that are specifically experts in genealogy. Um, they seem to be doing some sort of genealogical research looking for specific people. That's about as far as I've been able to tease that out. Whatever they do with that information is offline and I can do many things, but hack a paper file, I cannot. Um, not everyone who starts to join their society makes it, but people that do, not all people, but some people that do end up getting planked later. So there is definitely a recruitment to turning to turning uh, pipeline, but it's not necessarily a one-to-one. -one. So whatever it is, it's not just a, a churn of blanking people. Okay. Uh, they do seem to have an actual society front to them, uh, which is better than not, I imagine. Better that than just all of their recreational activities being the blood-sucking kind. Yeah, they at least have some dedication to uh, keeping up a face. Yeah. Um, the fact that people wash out is also very encouraging, for lack of a better word. People can actually fail. They can flunk out of the Linnaeus Society. Who knew? Now, when you say that, do they just go back to their normal lives, or do they not wake up later? Some of them just disappear. Cricket. Uh, some go back to their normal lives. Not all of them. Uh, I would say a not insignificant number disappear okay. but but some do I imagine it depends on how far into things I get yeah it depends on how much they learn yeah if they know too much it's easier to just get rid of them than to let them go as callous as this is gonna sound and like trust me I do understand that this comes from a deep-seated place of seeing who many of these uh, not the worst as far as secret societies go with regards to what they do with the with the dropouts. Not the best. At least some of them get to leave. Yeah. So, um, any additional things you would like me to peruse in my downtime? Uh, there was one person, um, believe I sent a picture of them with my close friend of the body. 
Um, I'm not sure how often he uses this name, but Matt Greenbrier. If you could look into that name. I can give it a whirl. That. He might not be one of the ones that's after you, but he's definitely one of the ones that's after me. So. Cricket, um, the name Greenbrier, it's a little bit of a delayed reaction because you're, you know, kind of in the process of looking through all of the things that you've collected and, and sharing everything. Um, but after a moment, it hits you. Um, you didn't run into a Greenbrier, but one of the people um, who was looking into you um, and you got word about uh, identified themselves as Agent Blackbriar. You only like, you know, you know, you knew the locals where you were and somebody tipped you off that somebody was asking about you and was going by Agent Blackbriar. And you were like, that's a really corny name, but also I have to go. <laughs> eh. Okay. In that case, uh, trade for trade. I'll look out for a Greenbriar. You look out for a Blackbriar. And we'll see how many more colors of the rainbow he gets. Probably quite a few. We get to red briar. Does that mean like we shut everything down? It's that, or he's already dead. I prefer the second one. We'll just have to see how things go. Um, seems like you're definitely keeping safer than I am. So in this case, I'm going to wish myself mm. a keep safe. <laughs> um, keep safe. I will look into that. I'll I'll forward anything I find to you, and. If you need me, you know how to reach me. Yeah, don't do anything that would put yourself in more danger than you're already in by helping me. Too late. It always is. With that, there's like no other sign off. It's just the video closes down. Yep. Okay, perfect. All right. Piper. Are you going to have a discussion with your friends or are you just going to pack up and take Isabel to her appointment? Yes. No, we are. uh, (laughs) We're going to we're going to talk about uh, the stuff that we learned, Mm. um, especially about the speaker and the fact that he does at least have a name that he's using. Um, So... We've gotten some information on a few of the things going around. Um, we have a name for the speaker. Which we might be able to use in quite a few different ways. Uh, so keep an eye out for a man named Liam Key. If you run into him, if you run into somebody going by that name, it's probably best that you run. Liam Key. Hmm. Ring a bell for you, aren't they? 
No, it, it, it really doesn't. You just always call him the speaker? Mr. Speaker, Sir Speaker. The Speaker. Wow. There's only one in the entire world. We do have confirmation that he's not blank, he's not a fae, not a mage, and obviously based on what he did to Zephyr, not a werewolf. Yeah. And that information is coming from our friends over at the Second Inquisition. Because they've apparently been at least keeping some eye on him, so they've got some files on him. That's good to know. Beyond that, it seems like all of, most if not all of his finances come from the church. Yeah, that that's kind of what I expected here. So, how does that match with what we found? What? I wouldn't be surprised if he's using the church's donations as a personal bank account. Or at least as close to it as he's got. Makes sense. Very classic cult leader behavior. Mm. And as for our friend that gave Isabel her lovely little curse, um, well, apparently the two of you have something in common. Uh, he was a medical examiner. Um, he's been missing from Chicago for... <sighs> the, group, the two of you have any recollection of... It's, it's been several months. Um, uh, there was an explosion, or there were a number of explosions in Chicago um, several months ago. Goodness, it was a few months before season one, I believe. Um nobody really knew like the 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 news media said that it was obviously some sort of terror attack a number of terrorist organizations took responsibility um but um those with a little bit more know-how about the stuff that goes on behind the scenes are reasonably certain it's probably not it probably wasn't them um but it would be, uh, you don't know for sure um, who did it, just that it seemed a little too sudden and a little too, despite it being several buildings that got leveled um, and quite a lot of bodies, it seemed almost too organized to just be uh, terrorists. Yeah, so he's he's been missing since a bit before that. Literally, um, the file that you have says that he went missing yeah, a, few, a, few, a few days beforehand, yeah. maybe a week. And do you think it's worth me trying to get in contact with somebody there as if, you know, asking any questions? It might be worth it. 
Uh, for now, what we do have is we have a few names. Okay. Uh, his actual name, which I doubt is the name he's going by, uh, it's Vincent Pendleton. Uh, the names that I think we should keep an eye out for are Edward Carnby, Stephen Sharp, and uh, Jonathan Turlow. These are all pseudonyms that he's been using. I'd be surprised if there weren't at least a half dozen more. But for now, that's what we have. Oh, yeah, I can probably tomorrow after it's a more reasonable hour reach out to see if I know anybody or have any connections or eh, just the fact that hey, I'm an MME. I need to ask one of your enemies some questions about yeah. something that's appeared on my table. Yep. And then last thing I got was our friends at the Linnaeus Society. Um, they're not all blanks, but as we saw, uh, there are definitely some ties to them. So. Some, at least some on their number are, and I'm sure there are more connections beyond just those that are a part of the society. Uh, their recruitment process isn't foolproof. Not everybody makes it through. Uh, some of those that fail to make it through go back to their normal life. Some of them disappear. They're gone. Odds are, depends on how much they learn about the society. But if nothing else, it means we might be able to find somebody that can give us some information that isn't directly a part of it. Some other rejects that manage to go back to the normal life, you're saying? Yeah. It's not likely, and even if we do, I doubt they'll know anything terribly useful, but almost anything is better than what we have right now, at least in terms of recruitments. Yeah, which is a whole lot of nothing. Speaking of recruitments, those that do make it through, uh, some of them... Some of them get turned into blanks later on. I would imagine it's a similar process to what your speaker does with Ascension. Essentially, those that prove themselves properly get, at least in the eyes of their society, rewarded with this. Essentially, it's the carrot on the stick. Trying to get people to... It's too good by the society. So they can become a vampire and be vampire-like. Yes. I'm not sure. I would be surprised if they're open about what it is. Or if it's kept vague. But regardless... Sure, like, like Ascension, that's what, exactly. that's what you mean. Yeah. Regardless, it happens... And the fun thing that they've been doing is 
genealogy. They've been doing research. I'm assuming fairly wide research, wide branching genealogical research, looking for very specific people. I'm not sure who exactly they're looking for, but. Um, Piper, as you're looking through these files and kind of showing them some of the stuff that Cricket found, um, it's not just genealogists, um, it's also geneticists. Oh. So yeah, genealogy and genetics. Um, So they're looking for something very specific. Isabel, given your training as a medical professional, um, you have a better understanding than Piper and Arthur do about what some of the names after these, or some of the the acronyms after these names mean. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of these people have like full-on doc, a a number of these people have full-on like doctorates, but not just like medical doctorates, like um, more academic, some of them are more academically oriented. Um, you know, some of them have like multiple doctorates. Yeah. Like these are some, some seriously, um, well-trained, uh, people in, in branches, in branches of, of STEM research that are very competitive and difficult to get through. Man, I'll sort of like that. I'm just being like, I mean, it might be worth it seeing if we can look into any of these people and maybe they publish dissertations and we figure out what exactly they're doing for the society through that, looking into them and what they do. And if nothing else, we could probably find out how long they've been working with the society. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they link they they list on LinkedIn, but you know. Generally I doubt the society likes to do much outside of it. Yeah. So I'm sure if we find an abnormal gap. Yeah. So they're just looking through genes and family history looking for something. Yeah. Some kind of Kwisat Hadarak type situation or something. I read Dune. I know what that means. I have no clue. I'm, but they're looking for something. Hmm. Oh, one thing I did forget to mention. The society, at least some of the members, seem to have portraits dating back centuries. But from the sounds of it, those same people have been seen walking into the sun. Would I know about ghouls and how ghouls, or at least kind of a vague idea about ghouls? Make me an an occult check. Yeah. You have a vampire specialization, don't you? I probably should, but I didn't. I really should. I should spend that experience. And it's six dice, nothing to cough at. Arthur, I just want you to know that I lost it. Uh, that's, that's pretty I read Dune. I know what that means. I've lost my mind. <laughs> Listen, Dune, you know, 
came out at a time. It is, when it is certainly a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you 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 have heard about ghouls. Um, you don't know the details, but you do know that vampires can uh, do something with human servants um, mm. that makes them long-lived, um, strong, um, and gives them a small amount of the blank bodies. Um, supernatural and preternatural gifts. Yeah, just feeling. I mean, I don't fully know, but a lot of blank bodies do have the ability to share some of what they have. Yeah. I think it's through um, something to do with their blood. Oh, the, okay. Um, well, that makes this less of a mystery about them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite a good possibility that they're vampire servants, you know, Renfield kind of thing. Mm, okay, that a reference I get to. Yeah, I, I, I read Dracula. I know what that means. Uh, she's staring at Arthur. <laughs> I, I read it too. I know what that means. Oh, the, the, uh, Renfield is... Dracula serpents. No, I I said I read yeah. Dracula. I know what that means. Yeah. I will be completely honest. I don't believe. Yeah, it stars a, uh, a young lawyer way. who goes to uh, take over or take the accounts on for a uh, vampire whose name is Dracula. He has a servant. There's a whole thing with Renfield and his uh, the lawyer's wife was or fiance was named Mina. I read the book. Okay. I saw the movie. <laughs> okay. Cool. Anything else? Um, I'm assuming, Piper, that you're going to want to come back to the banking stuff later. Yeah. Because that's going to be a. I need a to go to bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not now, but there are other things that need to be done now. Right. Okay. So what's the plan? Are you guys all going with Isabel? Is Isabel and like one person going and and another person is staying? Like what what is the plan? Um if it's going to be in like a bar, uh, Piper would want to go just to keep an eye on things, but not like be with Isabel. Enter like 30 seconds after I do sit yeah far enough away that we don't look like we're in the same group. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because the, the the two vaguely goth chicks with brightly colored hair could never possibly be together, but I get it. Um, I mean, Arthur would probably be the better one to send, be less conspicuous. Yeah, but it's also I mean, Arthur. He's wearing, but it's also Arthur who has the habit of, like, glaring at everybody. Listen, he can blend in a crowd. It's true. He can blend. It was either that or I take Gozer and pass Gozer off as a service dog. I mean, um, no, whichever. It makes sense. I um, probably make listen, documents for I that. Am, I am just giving Arthur no end of shit because it's what I do. That's like <laughs> half of my half of my marching orders with this show is to is to give Arthur problems. I mean, you're making a point. You're making a point, though, that it seems it's while it's kind of a toss up because on one side, Arthur would want to stay near Rosanna mm-hmm. to protect her. And then on the other side, he'd want to go into the barn cases to punch someone in the face. So either way, it's kind of a toss up. So I guess it really comes down to Jennifer, what Piper wants to do. Uh, Isabel's not expecting this to to go 
shaped like pear shaped like that. It's like get beating a contact. Murphy's law. I'll leave it up to you guys. What do you want to do? No, I guess it really boils down to what Piper wants to do. Because Arthur really would rather probably protect Rosanna. Yeah. Piper would go along with Isabel and Okay. Then I'm gonna say that it's Piper and Isabel and Arthur is gonna stay at the RV. Okay. They will park sure. close enough by that if Arthur absolutely has to drop the drop everything and run in and, and beat the crap out of somebody, he's not too far away, but it's there will still be a delay to him getting to you if something yeah. goes wrong. Uh, also, just remember that Zephyr's body is also in the RV, so that's two people he has to protect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Protect the corpse. Um, okay, cool. Protect the corpse from the definitely not a corpse. Yeah. Well, we also she's have just, a, we have problems with corpses walking away. She's, so just, that's she's true. just a little catatonic. Tiny bit catatonic. She'll, she, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything's She'll wake fine. Up. It'll be fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Isabel and Piper, um, you guys drive the RV over, uh, get as close as you can. Arthur's going to be about a block away. Um, and you two hop out. Isabel walks, you know, Isabel leaves about 30, you know, couple minutes ahead of time to give Piper some, some space before she leaves. Um, you walk into a bar. It is kind of one of those, like, you can tell the second you get there that it's kind of one of those little, like, hole-in-the-wall bars. Like, the the locals go because, you know, they, they pour with a heavy hand and, and, you know, only locals come here and it is not a tourist trap. Mm. Um, the second thing that you realize is that it's not a tourist trap. It's also very much a local bar. Um, because when you walk in, everybody kind of stops and looks over at you. Um, because you are not somebody that they recognize. I stand out. You do. <laughs> um, most of the people in this bar are African-American. Um, and nobody really says anything, but they're all kind of eyeing you like, what the fuck is this? white chick with green hair doing here? Um. Mm -hmm. You know, and then they sort of like, kind of not quite as a group, but one by one start to go back to their drinks and their conversations, but you can tell that their conversations are significantly quieter than they were when you walked in. Mm. You know, gonna just sidle up to the bar and order a drink. Um. I don't know who I'm meeting, so I'm guessing they know who I am. When you sit down, um, what are you ordering, first of all? Um, honestly, this feels like a place where Isabel would probably just order whatever's on top. Uh, you know, wouldn't like get a mixed drink or anything. You know, it'd probably be like a vodka soda if she did. But it's probably just, you know, whatever goods on tap. Okay. Um, so you uh, order one of the local beers, it looks like. Um, and then a woman sits down next to you and says, she'll have a bourbon. And when you look over, it is this um, gorgeous woman um, who's she's a gorgeous black woman with 
uh, like long dreads, but they've been kind of swept up in this really cool, like twisted um, style above her head. Um, she's got, you know, long nails that are that are painted this dark, dark, like burgundy. Um, in fact, in the dim lighting at first, you think they're black um, before you realize that it's actually like red. Um, and she kind of looks you over and she goes, hmm. They did get you bad, didn't they? Yeah, it's been um, a rough couple of days. Hmm. Saying the bourbon is appreciated. Uh, You're going to need it if this is going to go the way I think it is. Yeah, um, Allison sends her regards. Will nod. Oh well, she got me out of a tight spot a few years ago, so I owe her. And with this, I will be out of her debt, and she can take her skinny white ass up out of my business. Yeah. All right. Let's see. And she kind of like she reaches up and takes your chin and does that thing where she's like turning your face one way and the next. And um, you don't know what she's looking at, but she seems to know what she's looking at. And Piper, that's kind of what you walk into is Isabel and this woman talking and this woman kind of like manhandling Isabel's face. Um, There's another one of those moments where everybody kind of stops and looks over at you, except the woman at the bar. Um. Uh, but like everybody kind of turns and they kind of stare at you and they all kind of look at Isabel and then they stare at you and there's a, a grumble um, and then everybody kind of turns back to what they were doing. Um, the woman who is who is studying you, Isabel, kind of looks over at Piper, arches a brow for a minute. Friend of yours? We've had bad things happen when we go off on our own buddy system. Mm. Well, tell her to come over here trying to walk in looking like you don't belong together doesn't exactly work. Just wave you over then. Okay, yeah. Shrugs. All right. All right. Well, finish your bourbon and then we will go. I'm gonna... Just uh, knock that thing back. She'll kind of turn to Piper. You're not. No, no, you are not. Okay, I will let you come with us, but you've got to stand a good 20 feet back while this is working or you'll probably fuck it up. Oh, we did bring the the anti-magic person. Did. On the bright side, if something goes wrong, she could run in and hug you, and hopefully everything will be okay. <laughs> You'll still be cursed, but at least nothing else bad will happen, hopefully. All right, I can I can stay back. Um, she kind of hops off of her stool, and you realize that she is quite short. Uh, she seemed somewhat tall as she was coming up beside you, and you realize it's only because she was wearing heels. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So once she's up on the stool and she doesn't have the benefit of the heels to help make her taller anymore, you realize that she's on rather on the petite side. Um, but she leads you both kind of out. Um, and you follow her for a good block and a half, two blocks to just this very nondescript like townhouse. Um, like it's still like, you know, that French architecture, that Parisian architecture, but mm. um, it's effectively a townhouse and... She leads you in and, and through the main floor because it's a straight shot from the front door to the back door and out into this little, like, backyard area. Um, the first thing you notice on, upon getting out there is that there are a number of, um, like, terrariums and cages with different reptiles in them. Um, and there is, like, a fire pit, um in the middle of all of it. And there is the distinct tinge of the distinct tinge of old blood back here. Mm -hmm. um, it's not overwhelming, but it's definitely like there's got to be like a residue of the stuff somewhere. Um, and you've been around uh, around blood enough in your in your job that you kind of recognize immediately what it is. Um. she sort of looks over at you again and shakes her head a little bit. I can't promise that I can fix this. This is a whole lot deeper than uh, your friend Allison said it was going to be. Um, honestly, I will take anything. Right now I have you're my only lead. Well, not my only lead, but it is the best that I have right now. Mm. I'll have a seat. Uh, you you can sit over there. And she kind of gestures Piper towards like a shaded spot. Okay. That's as far on the other side of this little like yard area as she could manage. Um. What follows is a complex series of things. There's everything from her um, bringing a book out from out from inside that looks like a heavy, heavy leather leather bound wrapped tome um, that she sort of flips through. She, you know, um, doesn't quite burn sage, but does something very similar to like you've seen people burn sage. Um, there's a lot of chanting. Um, at some point, she talks about some of the things that she's doing. Like she casts uh, what what she says is a protective circle. Um, but I'll be honest with you, you don't track most of it because you have a fairly scientific mind. So I'm not going to go into every little thing. Um, but you can tell that by the end of it, she has used um, a book. Um, at one point, she pulls out one of the reptiles. She pulls out a rather hefty snake. Um, that she kind of drapes around her neck while she's while she's chanting. Um, and by the time it is over, you feel you slip into the state that like, have you ever been under like twilight anesthesia? Yeah. 
where you're in that kind of like not really awake but not really asleep everything mm. feels vaguely dreamlike yeah it's kind you kind of fall into this into that space um and that's when the pain starts um you fall into that that that, that state mentally but unfortunately the pain in your body uh, is still very much there and you feel all of it um it feels like almost the opposite of what I described the curse taking hold feeling like, where when the curse took hold, it felt like you were cold mm. and it was like the kind of cold that burns. This is fire getting pumped through your brain, uh, your veins, like liquid fire. Um, it is agony of a different kind um, because when it was cold, it was like you were in so much pain you couldn't move. Mm. This, you feel like you have to move, but every move makes your nerve ending scream. Um, she was not wrong when she said you were going to need the bourbon. She probably should have let you have the whole fucking bottle, though. Probably. Um, and by the time it's over, um, you are exhausted the pain is still there but it's like an echo it is slowly kind of going away mm -hmm. as the magic fades um piper your senses assuming that you had them up were going ballistic throughout all of this this was a lot of magic it, it, it was not like it's very much mage magic for reference with the way that your sensors and stuff are set up like you recognize the tone okay. that is playing in your ear um she's a mage She's a weird flavor of mage that you've never encountered before, but she's a fucking mage. All right, to be fair, that um, brings the number of mages I've encountered up to two, so... I mean, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Same. Her magic does not feel like gun shops. Not even a little bit. Um, or I should say, does it feel... It, it does not sound like gun shops, but it is still very obviously mage magic. Um... By the time it is over, um, Isabel, she walks over and she cuts off a piece of hair uh, mm. towards the back of your neck. She is kind enough not to chop off the front of it. Um, takes a piece off the back, wraps it around um, what you realize when she hands it to you. Um, or what you realize as she's working on it, wraps it around uh, what looks like a like a large snake's fang mm -hmm. um, that she has dripped a couple of um, drops of her own blood in like into the, the hollow of and then she takes all of that and a few other sundry pieces and drops them into like a bag uh, like a leather pouch which she ties tight and hands over I could couldn't remove it, I tried. But this'll buy you some relief when you need it. Thank you. I'll take it uh, from her, uh, kind of probably with rather shaking hands. I could have maybe made it slightly more effective if I'd had help, but I can't exactly tell the people that I work with about you or your contact. Yeah, that's that's fair. It's I will take anything at this moment. Yeah. 
Um, mechanically, Isabel, um, what you have is a Grigri bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you spend a willpower point, you can turn off the effects of the curse for a scene. If you spend two willpower points, you can shut it down for the um, for a day. Um, it won't always be a 100% thing. There's like, it's essentially, it's, you can shut it down for the day, but there are, cha- there are things that could potentially override it or make it glitchy is the best way I can put it. Yeah. Um, and she'll, she kind of explains that the stuff that makes it glitchy is specifically like encountering, um, that type of magic again. Mm. Um, <laughs> to some degree, there's a chance that being super close to Piper could do it. So maybe don't. So maybe yeah. So maybe don't get intimate if you know if that's the way you swing. Is essentially how she explains it. Um, she's not one hundred percent sure, but there is a chance that if you are too close to Piper, it might not work. Um, if you encounter something um, that is in some way, shape, or form tied to whatever the curse was making you see, and she very specifically says, I can tell that the curse is tapping it. She says, I, I can tell that the curse is tied to your trauma. Yeah. It's infecting your blood but it reaches into your psyche. Something. It is grabbing onto your worst fear and it's feeding off of it. And that's how, that's why you see what you see. If it had happened to her and she points at Piper, assuming that it could have, which I don't think it could, but if it could have taken root in her, she'd see something different. She'd see what she fears most. I guess I just have more reasons to find the fucker who did this and I guess put them in the ground again. Hmm. Yeah, would not surprise me if it was one of those. Uh, we cut um, your blood. Yeah, we have. Someone with post enough magic or another type of another vampire yeah. who is capable of replicating that sort of spell, and they might be able to break it or at least tell you how. But there are also people and things with stronger magic than I got. Thank you. Yeah, you tell your contact that we are settled and she is not to message me again, Nespa. Of course. I will tell her probably tonight. Good. And she will see you all back to the door. Looks over at Piper. Don't ever come in my house again. You make me uncomfortable. I don't think I did anything. Mm, it is not what you did. It is what you are. 
you are just a brick wall. I don't like it. <laughs> I have no not realize. Realize what? Magic just. I could throw everything, uh, everything I have at you magically, and it would just hit you and dissipate. It's not like you reflect it. It just doesn't do anything. No, I, I was not aware of that. I'm not exactly sure how I would be aware of that. I don't even think you have an aura. If you do, it is very, very faint. I'm not the best at seeing those things, though. I, well, in that case, I am sorry. Oh, well, if you did it on purpose, then you should be. If not, then I'm sorry for you. A life without magic is um, empty. And she sort of waves you out the door. Thank you. You are welcome. And she will shut the door. Um, and as you are walking away, you hear something along the lines of freakish little white girls up in my house. And that's the last thing you hear of her. All right. Isabel and Piper, you walk out of this woman's house. A while. It, that took a while. It is late. Um, Piper, you are exhausted. Um, it has been it has been a fucking day. Um, you are ready to fall into whatever the nearest bed is. Um, you now have the, the note that you cannot sleep too close to Isabel, probably. Um, because there's a chance that the, the thing that she was given, her little her little bag, uh, won't work. Maybe. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> um, oh. Not that you were planning to be cuddle buddies, right? <laughs> It wasn't, wasn't on the, the docket. Wasn't in the yeah. plan. <laughs> it wasn't, but now it's not. Exactly. <laughs> it, wasn't it wasn't not on the plan. It wasn't, what? but now it still isn't. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it wasn't, and now it's on the board of don'ts. <laughs> yes. It is now on the plan of something we're not doing. <laughs> oh, there's a part of me that is a little sad that that means that, that we probably won't have an Isabel and Piper sloppy drunk episode like we had an Arthur Rosanna sloppy drunk episode in season one. I mean, it could I'm still happen, but it could. That's, that's just going to be real fucking awkward. Um, I got five episodes to break the curse <laughs> or we stop relying on the bag and Piper just turns the curse off for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, you make it back to the RV. It is late as fuck. Um, mm. You climb in. I'm going to assume that you are going to make Arthur drive the RV back to the uh, campground. Yeah. Mm. Uh, while you guys crawl into bed and pass the fuck out. Isabel, because that level of pain for that level of time is exhausting. Mm. Um, and Piper, because it's been a long fucking day. And you, you've been doing a lot of mental heavy lifting and you sleepy. I did want to just and like quickly check on Rosanna, make sure, you know, do the whole real quick pulse, you know, check the eyes or, you know, whatever, breathing, you know, everything fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's fine. Um, it's another one of those situations where once again it takes a couple of minutes to to mm -hmm. verify the pulse, but 
Uh, once you find it, yeah, no, she's good. She's very, very, very still. Like her breathing is so shallow that you almost can't see it. Can't see her chest move. Mm. Um. So you also find that Arthur put a blanket over her while you were gone. Oh, before passing out, Piper is gonna send a quick text to Melanie just to let her know that she's like. Okay, um, Melanie texts back. Thank you for checking in. Love you very much. Be safe. Go to bed. It's late there. Um, Arthur, just to be clear, was there anything you wanted to do while they were busy? No, the the only things that Arthur did was <clears throat> have a, a moment where he just kind of sat with Zephyr and, you know, stared at him and got angry that Zephyr's not around to stop them if things go badly and then he he checked on Rosanna and like put a blanket on her brushed a hair out of her face kind of thing and then waited while he wrote in his journal that's all he did while they were gone okay um cool you get back to the campground you park hook everything up the way that it needs to be hooked up um expand the parts of the RV that expands so that you guys have plenty of room and comfort um, and everybody goes to bed. Uh, for those of you who have, who are sleeping, I'm hoping it is all of you. You regain, um, as many willpower points as you have in either resolve or composure, whichever is higher. Uh, before going to bed, Arthur will check all the security things to make sure that the RV is good to go, locked up and whatnot. Because apparently, I don't know, mages just show up and throw confetti at us. Oh, yeah, we uh, we don't mention the other mage, Darthur. We don't, no. No, it is like literally, it's like... Uh, That's probably a conversation that was had on the way home where you're just yeah. like, we're, we're not telling Arthur about it, right? <laughs> we don't mention this to Arthur. Apparently, I'm some kind of magical dead zone. That's fun. I'm going to unpack that later. No time to unpack it right now. No need to unpack it right now. <laughs> Piper's like, I'm happy to be a magical no, dead zone. I There's am okay with this. people with magic around lately. <laughs> okay. Look, just, just hug the magical people. Maybe that'll stop them. <laughs> Piper out here defeating mages through the power of friendship and warm hugs. <laughs> Okay. You get some sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Regain your willpower as needed. Um, The next morning, everybody wakes up. What's everybody's plan for the day? Um, I don't know what we were planning to do for uh, Zephyr or anything. I... At some point, I will call Allison, oh. and but you know, it'll probably be later in the day, right? Because she is three hours behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had we did have a plan to take care of the body at night, but we all were too exhausted. I think. Well, well, well it was well after we midnight, so we also want yeah. Rosette. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Okay. 
Um, Arthur's only plan for today is continue to wait to see what happens with Rosanna and um, see if there's anything he can find out about the cult. So he has some information, but he doesn't really know how to Google very well. So, you does, know. Does Arthur also want to be a part of uh, destroying the cult's finances? Oh, yeah. Absolutely <laughs> would be something he would be part of. Okay. Well, I guess we'll start there, huh? We'll start with the, the finances. Um, Piper, I assume you were calling in backup. Yeah, uh, we're going to gonna, we're gonna reach out. Go through all this information. Yep, going to reach out to Cricket. Be like, okay. hey, remember that financial information I had? Uh, Cricket, you get a message that says, hey, do you remember all of that financial information I had? Yes. Just three question marks. Yeah, we're going over it. <laughs> there's like a brief pause, so it's not an immediate send, but like two seconds later, there is <laughs> an there's a there pause. Is a Don't you fucking dare. Okay. <laughs> it's it's the temptation is there, but also like. <laughs> No, and just sends the, the, the <laughs> link over. Cool. All right. All right. Um, you pull pull the thing up. Is so. Uh, this is an important question. Your screen is it facing towards yes. everybody so that they can help? Yes. All right. Uh, everybody sees Cricket uh, filter up on the screen, and Cricket also sees everybody. And Cricket, there's somebody missing who should be here. Well, and I have I. I don't think I've you met. You haven't met the any other of these either. people. You have heard but, of them, but you have not met them. So or you've heard of Arthur. Lady. You may not have heard about Isabel. So it's definitely then the like the count, the. Oh fuck! I know that Rosanna got me her handle. Uh, I thorn, the player thorn. is facing on it. Thank you, thorn. thorn. Like, so we're and, down a thorn, and we're up two people. Uh, she'll like, like point using the camera. Arthur, Isabel. Um, and then as if Hello? he is annoyed that he has been left out, a, a very large uh, head that looks more wolf than dog uh, inserts itself between Piper and the screen as Gozer like tries to be a lap dog. Uh, and Gozer. <laughs> Uh, Gozer is uh, uh, an important member of the team. Team mascot. I would argue the most important member. Uh, I, I don't know that I would go that far. Most I mean, of the time, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Arthur and Gozer just have a look with each other. What? I'm just, I'm barely <laughs> getting Gozer, to see Gozer snorts at you. <laughs> so all information is going through Gozer from now on. Sorry, Sorry, but uh, <sighs> that's the rules. No, that's that's understandable. Cool. Um, so Gozer, what information do you need me to sort through? Goes <laughs> on. <laughs> Gozer does this does the thing where like his ears like tilt forward towards the camera, and then he like tilts his head to the side like a confused puppy. <laughs> um, I may have to be a translator. <laughs> of course, of course. Oh. 
uh, and the a, a document with at least the information that we've gotten so far uh, is sent over about okay, the, well, the cult's finances. So here's the thing. The cult have a lot of finances. It's more than one document. It's like yes. several zip files, um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, Cricket, as you pull stuff up, um, on your screen, you realize that, uh, yeah, I mean, she wasn't fucking kidding when she said that she was handling the the finance stuff uh, for the cult. There are many, um, many, many accounts here um, that are tied to um, some are tied to the cult, some are tied to like LLCs that are kind of sort of tied to the cult, that sort of thing. Like, it's a lot. Um, whoever set this up knows what they're doing in order to avoid all kinds of legal loopholes um, and issues with like taxes and things like that. Um, it like this isn't even something that that like you'd have to to really roll like you can tell that this is, there is a fairly significant amount of probably money laundering going on. Um, there's a lot of money in and out. Um, but it's never huge. Um, none of the transfers are huge. Like they're all under, I think it's 10 grand is usually the limit before, um, a transaction gets looked at for a minute, um, by government. So they're all various sizes and they're all under 10 grand, but these, some of these accounts are worth millions. Um, now. That being said, um, Piper is going to be making some rolls. Yes. The fact that you are helping her um, is going to give her two extra dice. Um, if Isabel would like to help, um, because Isabel, you have um, research specialization. Mm. Yeah. Um, I will give her one extra die for that. Um, Arthur, there is help that you'll be able to give later, but this is not that place. This is this is very out of your wheelhouse. Uh, yeah. Given that you have no dots in finances, so <laughs> I'm just—he's just staring at the screen, wondering how they have so mu- how they have enough mattresses to fit all this money in. <laughs> it's like looking at the fact that they're obviously not storing it in mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, give me intelligence and finance. Intelligence. <laughs> With those three extra dice. Five, eight, and then uh, can I can I use uh, desperation? You can absolutely use desperation. All right, and then y'all are on session five, and this is what like the third time anybody has used desperation. I think all of the times it's been used this season, it's been you. So yeah, I think so. Uh, Is there a specific difficulty you want me to roll against? Nope, just roll. Uh, six successes. Ooh. That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, okay. Wow. Six successes. All right. Are you sure you don't want to try for more? <laughs> uh, eight successes. Excellent. Awesome. You didn't have to, but I was curious if you wanted to because you had some dice that weren't successes. True. Um, Okay. Oh dear. 
Cricket has a has a spider. Yep. Loose in their desk. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Somewhere wild. <A> fugitive. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I, I got distracted. <laughs> Same. Um. Uh. Okay. So the first thing that we're going to talk about, um is stuff that Cricket is going to notice, and it's only because Cricket is the one who has done the deep dive into the cult's other side of things, um, along with some other organizations. Um, so the first thing that Cricket picks up on is Cricket is looking at some of the accounts that some of this money is is going or coming from, specifically incoming money into some of these accounts, um, and is kind of cross-referencing with things. Cricket, there is uh, an account that looks very familiar to you that has a name that you recognize. Um, and there are three payments from this account. The name on it is... This is me trying to find the thing. Ba -ba -da. Uh, Jonathan Turlow. That would immediately get forwarded over to over to Piper. Just sent over and also verbally, like I imagine that there's a little bit of back and forth going on as we're searching through things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but just like without any hesitation and not even bothering to make sure like that, that I'm not interrupting anyone. Just like, uh, Turlo is our, is one of our buddies. Um, yeah, back from Chicago. Yep. Uh, sending you this, sending you this now and like isolating that and sending that directly over. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are two payments from Jonathan Turlo into one of these accounts. They are for, for different amounts, um, but are in roughly the same range. Um, they're both between like eight and nine grand. So we might have a couple options here. Either the Linnaeus Society and the Church of the Rising Star working together. Or the Linnaeus Society isn't the one that had something to do with Victoria's death. Or disappearance, rather. What? Oh, hold on. Did you say that either they're connected or the society had nothing to do with their disappearance? Yes, either, either the two are working together mm. or the Church of the Rising Star exposes. Victoria's body. How would they steal Victoria's body? How would they even know who Victoria... Oh. Mm. <clears throat> that could be. Please explain. That could be. Well, the speaker, at least at one point, had access to Sefer. So... I wouldn't be entirely surprised if he got information from them. 
extended. Not to be honest, we're not exactly difficult to track most of the time. Oh, incredibly. See, uh, there's a few things happening with the speaker that I've begun to think. On on the one side, I do think that the Linnaeus Society may be involved with the speaker, but that's more of the information that you would be trying to find for us. Um, Are they linked in some kind of span? If they have similar styles, maybe they're another pseudo-religious organization. Maybe they're friends or partnerships, but... The problem with that is with the links between Ascension and people turning blank is just how cults operates. There's got to be some sort of carrot on a stick. Mm. That's how they get people in. It's how they keep them in. Yeah, that's fair. But um, the speaker has been, from what I understand, doing a couple of moves and I'm not entirely unconvinced that these aren't traps for me specifically. I thought for potentially maybe Zephyr and I, but Zephyr is dead. Um, He's brought my wife into his closer connection, which means that either he plans to ascend her or he knows that I communicate with her or thinks that I can communicate with her and is trying to get me to move on him when I'm not ready or he can set the the terms. So there's a possibility that the speaker took Victoria's body. Just like he went after Zephyr. If all of Especially if he's trying to set a trap. Yeah. If your wife didn't work with bait, then Victoria's body. Right. Enough redundancies in the system that eventually I get caught by the trap. Hyper. Actually, we're going to say Isabel, um, because you were also helping to look over some of these files. Yeah. I would like you to make an intelligence and academics, and your research specialty does apply. Oh, uh, Two successes, but I'm going to spend a willpower to re-roll. Okay. Uh, question. Did you wake up and use your, your new toy? Um, yes, I, I would have, especially if we're looking at things that I need to actually see with my real eyes. Are you doing it for a scene or are you doing it for the day? I will have done it for a scene. Okay. Awesome. Uh, are you, you, did you say you were going to reroll? Yes. So I'll be down to willpower and that's five successes with a critical. Holy cow. All right, then. Um... You notice this for one very specific reason, Isabel. Um, Cricket is is helping with a lot of this by kind of taking a lot of these account numbers and helping to run them um, to find names attached to those accounts. 
and is just like not even really looking at the names as at most of the names as they're getting spit out. A lot of the time, it's just like a running feed that's like up next to Cricket's like camera view. Um, and you are taking like these pages that are getting spit out by this little like portable printer thing um, that Piper has um, and looking and the name that jumps out of you is uh, it jumps out of you, jumps out at you um, is a name of an uh, an outgoing payment of um, eight grand to a Rin LaBelle. You know um, that name because that is Rosanna's twin sister who has been missing for years. Immediately turn the paper around and just point to the name. Book. Rin. LaBelle. Oh. So Rosanna's sister is involved with the church too. I mean, it makes sense. What um, our friend said. So Rosanna's sister is connected to all this this web of whatever this Arthur is thing is. Church of the Rising Star typically a Christian or Catholic in denomination. Not Catholic, but Christian for certain. Okay. There's a a slightly pagan version or more paganish version of it here in Louisiana, but it, it, it it's at least the only California reason, group that I was part of was Christian. Only reason I asked is because our friend said that when she last celebrated, she was just as a nun. Or. Right. That's what we assumed. Right. Or could it just have been older conservative religious garb that would look very similar to a nun? Case in point, gestures at Arthur. Yeah. Hmm. Well, from the sound of it, she was also wearing a cross in the rosary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cricket, as a reminder, the last time you uh, spoke with them before yesterday, you sent Rosanna a file. Uh, where her name popped up in some of the research and digging you were doing on the Catholic Church. Yes. So it would not be too far-fetched to assume that uh, there is that connection with her sister as well. Yep. Didn't catch a word of that. Um, last go-round, given that I have already sent Thorn a, a docket on the Catholic Church's interest in in her, it who's, would not be. Who's the Rosanna? Oh, sorry. Given every rose given has that. Well, Arthur. <laughs> just it's just good practice to to keep in in handle speak as opposed to. Now I know all of your names. It would not be far fetched to believe that her sister would also have some affiliation. I can do some digging see what files pop up there that the, that the Catholic Church might have on on her as well. Is that something you guys would like to do right now? Because we can do that right now. I can have Piper roll and Cricket can provide extra dice. I mean, Since we don't do have a sheet for Cricket. <laughs> yeah, if we want to do it right now. Yeah, 
do it. Rosanna wakes up. It's just, here's all this info on your sister. Surprise. <laughs> uh, Piper, Int, and Technology, and you will get uh, two extra dice from Cricket. Uh, will this count as data mining for the purpose of using our lab that we got? Yes. All right. So that's another extra die. Uh, five successes. That's terrible. Five is actually not bad. Five's, five's fairly solid. <laughs> okay. Especially when it's critical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just looking at the dice, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the fact that you've got five on three dice isn't like that. I mean, it's both impressive <laughs> and a little sad considering the size of that dice pool. Uh-huh. Um, okay. <laughs> Jesus, 10 dice and three dice showed successes. Criminy, Piper. Um, So there isn't a lot on Rosanna's sister um, in the standard files that you readily have access to. you can choose to dig deeper, but you are risking, um, you're going to have to contend with security if you do that, with more security if you do that. So think of it like, so here's the thing. The Catholic Church is one of the biggest and most well-funded organizations in the world, right? Yeah. Um, you also know from experience that they are one of the most well-protected organizations in the world. Um, you have dug enough to know that it is not something that you just like, one does not just walk into Mordor, one does not just hack the Vatican, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) and I don't like that look. (laughs) So the first layer of security is effectively what you just what you just uh, um, hacked through. Uh, what you find is that there is a a like there's a a mention of her in like a registry, um, like effectively like a members list uh, for a church. Um, it is a very small church in um, Ireland. Um, and cross-referencing that with the history that you know from Rosanna, it was yep. shortly after Rin went missing okay. is when this name popped up in the ledgers. Um, beyond that, we would have to make a couple more rolls for you to dig deeper into further layers of security to see if she is there. See if you can find her is a better way of putting it. Uh, how deep do we want to go on this right now? For what it's worth, I mean, you know, you you have time in the session. Um, I'm just letting you know that every every time you you dig a little yep. bit deeper, there's a chance that you are going to, you know, get noticed. Yeah, yeah, that was that was in character. Like, do we want to keep focusing on this, or do we want to save this for later and deal with the finances? Finish dealing with that first. Uh, yeah. For now. I think the finances are, as much as I would want to see where this goes, I think the finances are slightly more important right now, especially. Well, so 
would likely involve putting us yeah. in less danger. Yeah. Okay. So we are not digging any deeper. Nope. All right. Uh, what is the next thing you guys want to look into? Well, if there was nothing else interesting about the finances, then... Uh... There's plenty more interesting. I just, I kind of need more, uh, like, so you have to understand that you guys are dealing oh, we're with, dealing with gigs so and much. gigs of data. So I need you to be more specific. Um... What about, okay, so we know that there's some outgoing payments, we know there are some ingoing payments. Is there any... Is there any... We got we have some recurring names, but is there anything that links to, like, I don't know, non-government organizations or something that may have strangely or known false names for... Oh, yeah, because we, we have groups. a front for the Linnaeus Society, don't we? You do, you do. Yeah, um, we, find, we find that anywhere in the records. So here's the thing. The Linnaeus Society is one of those places where they have like a public facing front. Um, and it's mostly that their public facing front is a number of like, you know, businesses and organizations and things like that. Yeah. Um, there are a number that are involved in education. Um, there are some that are involved in like, uh, what do you call them? Um, like clinics, like free clinics and things like that. Um, research grants and, and all of that stuff. Like they've got, they've kind of got their fingers in many pies. Um, and they're almost all in like education, research, medicine, um, uh, you find that there is a, um, so, so you find that there are, there are the occasional transfers between some of those in this, uh, and, and the church. Um, they're really sporadic though. Like there's no pattern. Um, and they tend to be of all different sizes and um, you know how when someone does like an electronic check or whatever, they can put like a like a reason down um, when you pull up those electronic checks to look at the reasons that were given in the transfer um, line. Most of it is like donation. Um, they're just marked as donations most of the time. Okay. So what about going for something more specific, like some of the uh, people involved with the Linnaeus Society's research into genealogy and genetics? And it's a, I think it's a good, good route to go down. See if we can track down any of the, especially the if working for them. There are some connections between the society mm -hmm. and church, mm -hmm. and we know that there's something with Rosanna's family. What if they're looking for something like that? That might be why they're doing all of this research. And if for nothing else, this will 
at least give us another thread. Would you guys like to research into the Linnaeus Society Front's finances? Is that what is that what I'm hearing? Uh, well, I was thinking uh, more. Are there any direct like transactions between some of the names we've gotten of like the doctors working for the Linnaeus Society and the Church of the Rising Star? Uh, okay. Uh, no, they're not be- not between the doctors. Um, okay. Mostly, it is people that Cricket has managed to peg as obvious um like pseudonyms and masks yeah um but none between the doctors okay and the church what it well i guess the only other thing that um i could think of is is there any information on in this fine all this financial stuff where there might be um I'm thinking of the local cult. Any any seemingly reoccurring payments to a, a, a store or a, you know deliveries or something that might help oh, understand some um, of those motions. Yeah, both both churches have re, have reoccurring um, payments, um, usually to to businesses that uh, tend to provide things on, on like an industrial level, um, like. You know, uh, big uh, deliveries of things like toilet paper and mm-hmm. and other paper goods that they can't produce themselves. Um, supplies. Yeah. Um, there are things that there are payments to. Um, goodness, like auto dealerships and stuff. Um, you can see payments to like credit card companies um, that match up Arthur with the kind of patterns that. Um, you saw because you were given a card when you were traveling. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah right. It's it's stuff like them paying off the travel cards um, for for the members who go out and proselytize, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. Um, something to be aware of is that for as much as going on here, um, Piper and Cricket, um, especially, um, the records that you guys are finding are. Im- immaculately well kept and and like precisely detailed there there's nothing sloppy about this operation whoever is doing this more likely whatever team is doing this is very good at what they do so where do we go from here one of the things that easily done is take away anything like those payments for toilet paper, like the payments for things that they would need in Moss. See what's left on donations, see what's left on payments to specific people. I can look for uh, Vincent's other pseudonyms. Other names. Um, can pull those, separate those out. Um, I could separate out just in general by pseudonym see if there's any other connections because once we get those names I can start running those seeing if there's any connections there between them and whoever else you want Linnaeus Society or otherwise yeah so I think that'd be the next that would be my next move would be and that might take a second I don't that's up to you 
ST. Um, but pulling out anything that is listed as donations as one bulk thing, um, as the, um, if it's listed as like going to donations and doesn't have a name attached, it goes one. If it's, if it's a very clearly a like bulk shipping that gets listed in another thing. And then from there, sorting out anything that has a name attached to it and running those, any of those names that I can find, um, with specific flags for the ones that I know are Vincent's pseudonyms. Yeah, this is this is a, a, a fairly significant um, amount of data to collate. Like, this is not something you're going to be able to sit and do in a day. Yeah. Um, like this, this is definitely a time-consuming process. Um, this is one of those things where, like, even as good as you are, um, you wish that you, like, had some of the, the shit that, like, <laughs> some of those old hacker tales, um, you know, uh, talk about like people who are just infinitely good at being able to take massive amounts of data and seem to know everything that uh, nobody could ever possibly know. Um, now, Cricket, I do have a very important question. You're packing up all this data, right? Um, of course. That aren't awesome. I'm I not have, like, sure how much longer it'll stay up. Uh, uh, as uh, I would like to start prepping to essentially just start draining bank accounts. Would you like, would you like a separate backup for yourself? Yes. Cool. I can, I can have someone dead drop that to you. Ooh, eventually. Let me get set up here and I can make that happen. Yeah. I'm just okay. not sure how much longer they're going to keep things up once things start going missing. Here's my question. Um, you realize that if you start siphoning money out of this, you are going to lose any potential new information that having access to these accounts could bring you. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, I am happy if you want to do it. We can we can do it right now. But I think that Piper is smart enough to know that once this bridge is burnt, it's burnt. Yeah. And Arthur had the realization right as you started talking about draining accounts that there's a whole bunch of people Mm -hmm, in that these places that. that rely on this money and while he may want to destroy the speaker he doesn't want to just have a bunch of like kids in a cult starving because they can't get access to food because they can't buy or pay the payments to the shipping people like it does create a problem I mean you, you still need to, to collate data and look at your cross referencing and stuff like that but you guys don't find anything that suggests that the speaker is throwing away money on frivolous shit this does not seem like one of those incidences where, like, the head of the cult is, like, buying themselves luxury jets and shit like that. Which, like, on the one hand is good, because that does mean that money is going someplace. On the other hand is bad, because it means that that money is going, going someplace. someplace. Yes. Yeah. Just follow the money. That'd be much easier if there wasn't so much of it to follow. That's fair. Nice. You know, I um, would say that um, it doesn't... Life inside of the compound didn't seem to reflect this much money. But at the same time, I, I'm not exactly sure how much it costs to get toilet paper for the amount of people that lived in a compound over the year. Not this much. 
This is. Oh sure, is, I do believe. Yeah, this is more money, money here. A cult, a group this yeah, size should absolutely. be able to pull together. Yeah. Period. Full stop. But if there's connections to the Linnaeus Society and Rin and others, then this is a bigger account network than just one group. I'm understanding. So yeah, if you can, if you can run these names, start finding obvious pseudonyms, or especially ones tied to people that we already know about. Absolutely. I'm not sure what your abilities are, the two of you um, here. But what if, is there any kind of way to, I don't know, do like a, a, I heard that there's ways to like have a bank contact you when someone was trying to steal your identity kind of thing where they thought there was fraud. Is there a way to maybe tag some of these accounts where that like maybe the travel accounts or anything where we would be notified and we could just confirm and everything would be fine and they could just continue going about the business, but it would give us the ability to track when these accounts are being used. Yeah. Yeah, should be able to make that happen. Yeah. In theory, absolutely. Yeah. In theory, there's absolutely a, a way to do that. Um, you know, you just the 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 off risk, and and both Piper and and um, Cricket would know is that uh, if anybody goes in to look at who the contacts are, um, you know, because maybe uh, they, you know. Maybe so, uh, they should have gotten notified on something and they didn't. And they go in and they look at who who it set to contact. They're going to know that somebody's been fucking around. Again, yep. not dissuading you, but that is that is a danger to be aware of. Yes. I I am being upfront with this information because Piper would absolutely know this, given given Piper's specializations. But there's a that's a that's a risk. And the reward is if we yes, it, it is. This is, is very much is a being you, you able can, to track yes. movement. Yes, yeah. there. This is very much a you can get something out of this, but you should also be aware that there is a chance that you yep. will lose something from this. But I think it will put us on a more offensive um, stance, right? Being able yes. to mm-hmm. be more proactive than reactive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it'll also get us the information faster when mm-hmm. it starts. Moving. Okay, are we setting up uh, you guys as the the contact when quote unquote suspicious transactions happen? Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, between sessions, I would like you guys to figure out what the triggers for those specific those suspicious transactions should be. Um, I'm not just going to give it to you, Arthur. <laughs> okay. Great idea, but you're going to have to put some thought in. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and I will make sure that those are in place for next session. All right. Is there anything else that you guys want to do, want to look into? You have time um, or we can go do something else. I can't think of anything else that Isabel can think of to do with the, the financial yeah, stuff. I'm not, I'm not sure how pressing it is and it's not related to what we're doing right now, um, but starting to look into the Linnaeus Society. Finances could help too. 
Okay. But that's that's another this will take time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I I uh, am dumb because I'm bad at taking my own notes most of the time. Hey, Cricket, you ever heard of? You ever heard of somebody going by the handle of Delphi, as in the Oracle of? I mean. I don't know about a person going by the handle. I've definitely heard. Well, person is, yes, not exactly correct from what I've heard. Yeah, there's like old wives tale status about some shit going by Delphi. Like, I don't know if it's AI. I don't know if it's a person claiming to be all knowing frames themselves as some some like old wives tale bullshit of like I know everything um just kind of there like no one's ever really talked to it not in my circles at least it's just just a legend it's kind of the you know it's the uh uh Eldorado bullshit I have a friend who has a friend who has a cousin that definitely spoke to Delphi well, you can cut down that list to I have a friend who spoke to Delphi. I call bullshit. Uh, I I actually uh, this is the one tech thing I do know that there was a a uh, a chat happening between them earlier. And confirm. Yeah. We're gonna have words. We're gonna have words. They're gonna happen later because right now I need to process the fact that like. Atlantis is real, apparently, but... And all-knowing is... Given what we found, not inaccurate. Huh. Okay. I think there's just a long si- like stare of silence because like, it really is. Cricket is trying to parse the idea that it was you and not them that got to talk to Delphi. <laughs> it's it's the forking emotions. It's on the one hand, it really is like someone being like, "Yeah, I went to El Dorado actually," uh, and on the other hand, being like, "No, motherfucker, <laughs> I've been in this game how long and I don't get to go to El Dorado." So it's, it's this weird, like, forking emotions. Yeah. <laughs> weirdly closely related to what we're doing. Okay. Good, I think. Maybe. Good for you. Helpful. Also dangerous if anybody finds out about us. I'd say my lips are sealed, but that assumes I talk to people unless they contact me first, so. You know the people. Yeah, I, I screen my calls, too. You don't take calls, Arthur. You barely understand oh, how a cell phone works. I understand how a cell phone works, but um, no, I also screen my calls, so I have for years. 
Uh, but cults will do that to you. Well, yeah, you know the people, at least some of the people that you definitely shouldn't talk to. Yeah. Um... <laughs> She's going to turn to the other people. By the way, uh, if you ever encounter somebody using any variation of the name Briar, uh, so far the two we've had encountered are Green Briar and Black Briar, uh, be polite, but engage as little as possible. The name doesn't mean anything to me, does it? Nope. Cool. Let's well, not and say. Okay. Like, that's a weird name. <laughs> yeah. Like Briar Rose? Briar seems to come after the color. They pick it like so mm. far. I mean, we have a data set of two, so like, who knows? Maybe, maybe he'll switch it up. So we could run into a, a blue briar or an orange briar or something. Gold briar. Oh. Go fancy. Yeah. But regardless, um, like I said, I, there are a lot of people after me. And that's one of the ones that I know is actively after me right now. So keep an eye out. All right. If you guys don't need Cricket anymore, uh, Cricket is going to return to their conspiracy hovel. Focus uh, all that computer power on doing the processing. Mm-hmm. Cricket is going to go make a database that they wish was as good as Delphi's. <laughs> One day. Okay, goodbye, Cricket. All right, you three are alone once seemed, again. Your friends seem jealous that you talked to Delphi. I, well... I'm sure there are a lot of things that I do that they wish they could do, and there's a lot of things that they do that I wish I could do, so. Oh, it's mutual then. What's the next step? Where do we go from here? I think we look into some things. I need to make a phone call. I think we should figure out what exactly the cult's presence in the area is. Yeah, Arthur, you said you were looking into them in the area, yes? Yeah. Um, yes. I also have an uh, apartment near here somewhere. I legally I... now know you do not. Because mm. you don't use that name anymore, and if you do, then I will personally kill you. Oh, you understand. It wasn't it wasn't that kind of place. Um, if I walk into the bar, bartender sees my face. Let's me up. Okay. That kind of place. That's... I, I'm not even I mean, he knew my first name because, you know, Arthur, but he did, I don't think he even looked at my driver's license at any point. My ID. Interesting. Well, there be anything there, a hundred bucks on his bar each month and they kept it open okay 
I think it's been a bit since your last pace. Um, no, it's only it's been, been too a long. Couple. Yeah, it's You've only been only gone been for a week or two. Oh, yeah. that's fair. Okay. I mean, well, do we want to pay a visit there? I mean, if anything, nothing there. But I mean, I guess it could. We could empty Less the, the RV supplies more, or whatever. Yeah, more of the bar. Mm-hmm. It is close enough to where the the cult is, though, that we could then go from there to look into it. And okay. we're not traveling around in a very obvious RV. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, before we do that, we are going to do Isabel's phone call because it's been a few hours. So mm-hmm. Allison is probably awake about by now. Yeah. Um, are you going to stay in the RV? Are you stepping outside to make the call in private? I'll step outside to make the call in private. <laughs> okay. Um, you call and the phone picks up immediately. Hey, are you okay? I worried when I didn't hear from you yesterday. Sorry, I, um, kind of just passed out. Ah. It, it, um, was not exactly comfortable. It, uh, yeah, um, Sorry, I, I meant to. It was just I had enough energy to crawl back to where we were and sleep. Okay, how did it go? Um, said that she couldn't break the curse, but has given me something that at least is gonna give me some relief from it. Uh, temporarily. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's something, right? Um. I, um, yeah, and said it was tied to my trauma, my blood. That's an interesting way to put it. Well, um... I mean, if we do think it's a blank body that did the spell, so it being tied to your blood isn't surprising. Um, yeah. Their magic is, is you know, going to tap into that. Um, I mean, and I guess pulling on somebody's trauma is a way to curse them. Yeah. That means that to some degree it's, it's not... Um, if it's tied to trauma, then it's probably not you-specific. I think I think she said that no matter who it had affected, it would have been different. Right. I um I also have quite possibly a name and several aliases of the blank body. And a okay. little bit of inf- bit of information. The name Vincent Pendleton. Apparently he was a former Emmy out of Chicago that um, went missing shortly before the, those bombings a few months ago. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, and you can hear like feverish typing in the mm-hmm. background. Um, and then after a minute she goes, shit, I fucking knew it. Okay, 
Yeah, uh, Vincent Pendleton was an Emmy there, um, and he went missing a few days before the bombing. Uh, we're 90, we were 99% sure that he was one of the blank bodies, but I was hoping that we got him in the bombing. Yeah, he, um, he is still kicking. Okay, my bosses aren't going to be thrilled to hear about that, but, you know. I mean, He's a baby, at least, so worse things have happened. Yeah, I have a couple of aliases that he seems to be going under. um, Edward Carnby, Stephen Sharp, or Jonathan Turlow. Those seem to be his uh, current aliases, so seeing if those pop up in anything. Do you mind if I pass these along so that it's updated in our files that he's still around? I mean, I think it's helpful for everyone if the files are updated. Because, <laughs> I mean, maybe if somebody else can take them out, maybe maybe this will go away. I mean, yeah. I, I would personally like to get my hands on him first, but I will take what I can get. Okay. All right, well... I w- I'm going to make sure that our files are updated with his status um, and my boss knows because oh, my boss is part of the team. Well, the part of the planning that went into the Chicago strike. It was a little last minute. We, we got this. Get this. So we got a metric fuck ton of information um, from people like your group like freelancers um I mean when I say a ton I'm talking like a big ass duffel bag full of of hard drives and photos and just everything you could think of right um and they were like Chicago's infested here's information on like a you know close to a hundred kindred and, and their primary hangouts and who's who in the in the hierarchy and I don't even know how they got this kind of information because we sure as hell don't have this kind of information but it was just like a treasure trove um and they said that some of the some of the blanks got personal information on them so they were leaving they were like we, we can't take on a whole city on our own uh, so here you go here you guys go it was the easiest like payday we've ever had Interesting. Yeah, that's... I'm a little disappointed that that one got away, though. Yeah. My understanding is that he was part of the group that made trouble for the hunters that helped us. I was kind of hoping that we could do them a solid, but, you know. Well, I, I will look into that as well, see if I can... He definitely seems to have some sort of connection to this group that we're investigating right now. So mm-hmm. I show up. What group? The Church of the Rising Star. Huh. Really? That yeah. Pessant little cult? Yeah, um... We have reason to believe that their um, leader is some sort of creature being. Oh, yeah, no, he's totally a soup. We don't know what he is. Yeah. Um, 
leaving bodies and things. I just had, we just had a body dropped on our doorstep yesterday that is one of the victims and it's honestly unlike anything I've ever seen before. I don't suppose you got um, samples. I do, and I will be sending them your way the first chance I get. Perfect. It is. Oh, speaking of, um, I ran the ones um, that I got from you, and I'm sorry, I was so worried about you that I sort of that's okay. Uh, didn't think about it yesterday uh, when you texted me because um, I finished running them yesterday afternoon. Um, so. For the most part, she was normal. Um, you know, uh, type A. Um, most of her like hormone levels and stuff were, were pretty healthy. Um, what I found that was odd, though, is that her and and, and I have to, I'm having um, I'm having a specialist look into this, but. Uh, when I when I ran her DNA, it came up a little weird. Um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a not an expert. So um, on that particular front, so I've I've got somebody digging in to try and figure out what the markers that I couldn't place are, um, what our system, the markers that our system couldn't place, I should say. Um, but I'm not sure. Um, there was the so one of the one of the things that you sent us was this, um, like the the the. Oh my goodness, what's it called? Um, like residue on one of the that that was around like the edges of one of the wounds. Yeah. Um, you're you're gonna believe this. Um, it, there were like flakes of, of, of like, um, the same stuff that makes up like nails and claws, like our nails and, and like animal claws. Out of character, there's a specific name for it, but I'm spacing so hard on what it's called. Um, it's a uh, keratin. Yes, yeah, was, yes, yes, yes. My brain said um, that, and then my brain went, "That's not right." And I just go, "Yeah." <laughs> uh, she would know what it's called, but I, mm. I, as the as the the storyteller, mm. was just like, I can see the word, but I can't remember what it says. Yeah. Um, yeah, there there was like flakes of keratin in it. But it was like a very specific makeup. It was it was um, it was a little bit more animal than human. Yeah, um, we definitely got a lead, and we're relatively like ninety something percent sure that it was uh, it was a lupine that did this. You okay? Um, so. Don't be mad at me for what I'm about to say. Um, or think that I'm trying to baby you. Um, you know, lupines are like murder machines. Oh, I'm very aware. 
like big and angry and can tear through like 20 people in a minute kind of murder machines. Uh Yeah. Like we we've tangled with a couple and never, never again, as far as I'm concerned, I, I would I would very much prefer to avoid them whenever possible. And especially because if 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 you've got this curse on you that's messing with your psyche, you don't want to encounter one of those in person. Yeah, I'm it's not on my list, and I certainly hope that the f- killing is definitely this. We're not going to run into um, our furry friends anytime soon, if ever. Okay. Well, um, if your friends are dumb enough to go after lupines, you should be smart enough to walk away. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it hasn't come up, but I definitely would be in the camp against that, at least for now. Okay. All right. Well, that makes me feel at least a little bit better. Um, is there anything else I should know? Or should I just wait on the next package? Um, yeah, I'll have the, the package sent out today, probably. And, um, there is a person that, um, one of my cell members is connected to, and we were We believe that this person has connections to the church. We were going to try to see if you'd maybe encountered anything about them before. Okay. Who? Um, yeah. Uh, Rin LaBelle. Mm. Don't know the name. I can look into the files. I mean, it's, uh, you um anything uh they get a little cranky when we go poking around in their business but i kind of like making them mad so that's fair and that's for one of the members and it may we also learn that this rin person may also have connections to the church of the rising star so trying to figure out what's up with them Okay. Well, I will look into it and I'll let you know. Yeah. I hope everything's good on your end, not causing you too much problems. Nah. Um, honestly, things are a little boring around here until they're suddenly very not. So, you know, as close to a nine to five as you can get in this life. So. You know, you really should consider that job offer. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how things go after I'm done here. I. You could actually, like, you know, have a life. And not, you know, spend all of your time buried in a shitty little dark office with, you know, nothing else going on or on the road with a bunch of weirdos who can't hold down a steady job. 
Yeah, once this is over and I've seen it through, I'll I'll give it a thought. Just make sure that seeing it through doesn't see you through, okay? I'll do my best. All right. Well, I will be here if you need me, and I eagerly look forward to the package. Yeah, I'll look forward to hearing uh, what you think about this. Yeah, we'll have to see. All right, go um, go be with your weirdo unemployed friends. I will. Love Thanks. you lots. Love you too. <laughs> she will hang up. Uh, okay. All right. I believe uh, next on the list was you guys were going by Arthur's old apartment. Mm. Was there anything specific that was happening there or is it like a, you're going to stop in no, and see if anything weird has happened and then move on? Yeah, that was I, realistically, it was just a, a matter of check in with, uh, you know, like the little the triple tap on the bar to be like, yo, hey, you know, to the bartender to let him know that I'm around and see if there was anyone that came around looking or if anything weird happened in the apartment. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's about mostly yeah. check around for anybody if you're looking for him. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we don't have to role play anything out for that. I will tell you that you run by and nobody has come looking for you. Um, that's exactly what Arthur wanted to hear. Yeah, um, you know the, the 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 beer bottle that's sitting upside down on his door handle, still sitting there, kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. You you run up and check it. Everything seems fine. Um. The the measures that you put in in place to alarm you if anybody tried to get in are still there. Um. Though it's you might want to taped over the door. <laughs> you might want to consider moving some of them so that you don't like hurt the poor landlord because I'm assuming you're not probably not coming back. Um, mm -hmm. But that's about that. Um, and yeah. from there, you guys are able to park the RV and, you know, head over to where the cult compound is. What exactly are you guys looking for while you are there? I don't know, but also somewhere along the way, I will send off a package. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I'm not going to make you roll for that. Uh, you are much closer to home here than you were. Mm. Well, no, you're not. Um, not incredibly close. <laughs> I, I I don't know why. I was thinking that for just a moment, Louisiana in my head was much closer <laughs> to California. It's than closer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, for some reason, in my head, for just a minute, New Orleans was on the West Coast. And I was like, wait, no, that's wrong. Uh, <laughs> Louisiana is just where, you know, Arizona is. It's Listen, fine. between Arthur drifting off on stream and me not knowing where New Orleans is, um, you were definitely half asleep. I watched. This is not the first time this has happened. We have video evidence. <laughs> Um, we're going to clip that and send it to Legacy so that they never let you live that one down either. That one's also going to get turned into a clip that ends up on like Twitch or something. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Uh, da, da, da. You head to the compound. Um, at least as close as I safely would like to get. I don't like going too, right. too close. Yeah. Um, I'll say that over the months that you had to kind of look at this play, you know, kind of surveil this place and whatever, you found a few places that are kind of up high that kind of let you look over and down into 
um, parts of the compound. Um, would Arthur specifically, would you please make... Oh, no, wait. You know what? All of you can do this. Um, I would like all of you to make a wits and awareness. Um, would my thing have worn off by now? Yes. And yeah, I definitely would be getting penalties for this, right? Unless you want to use the thing again. Yeah, I'm going to use it again, just so I don't have those penalties. Okay. One success. I don't have the willpower. (laughs) Well, I have the willpower to reroll. I just don't want to use it. I understand. Um, Okay, so we have one, three, and five. I had, uh, I had two, two, and I used willpower and got three successes. So. Yeah, I saw that the button was yeah. gone. Um, yeah, I was gonna try to hide it. I just was people <laughs> talking. Isabel, you the, the the thing that you notice is um, that there is a lot of activity, kind of in like the central square. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of people moving around, which seems a little odd because it's hot. It's the middle of the fucking day. You would assume that people in a place like this would be in the shade um, or air conditioning if they have it. Um, Not standing in the open under the hot sun with the humidity and the bugs and everything else that's going on. Uh, Piper, you see somebody familiar, if only from pictures. You see the person you recognize as Liam Key, a.k.a. the speaker. Arthur. Yo. You see a box truck. And next to the box truck are two familiar figures. You see the speaker. um, And you see standing next to him uh, is Katie Lynn. And Katie Lynn is like talking to the men um, who are going into the truck and they're coming off of it and they're moving what you realize is like furniture and boxes and things. Um, And Katie Lynn is kind of like pointing them towards where to go and whatever. Um, And she and the speaker are clearly talking um, in between her having to tell people where to put things and whatnot. Um, uh, She looks happy. excited even at one point he says something and uh she gives one of those laughs that you used to live for that laugh that can light up a room when you're having a bad day and makes you feel like the center of the universe Uh, Arthur's fists just clench incredibly tight and even though he's trying to maintain a stoic face it's pretty obvious that he's not happy about what he's looking at do we want to get a closer eye 
if it's safe. Um, well, it doesn't involve us moving one bit, so. Well, I mean, if it's safe for her. When he says that is when, um, Piper, you put two and two together and you realize that there's a woman standing next to the speaker. And he has his hand on her shoulder. If if we do something to get a closer look, it it, it can't be it can't be found. It can't be noticed. It um he could move and do something that we're a little too far to stop. And and that can't happen if I'm making myself clear until we're ready. Nothing will happen for the sit here and wait, so I think we should see if we can get more information. Um, we should, we should be far away. If we're anywhere close, then it's more likely that things will get put together. I'm gonna set up a drone and hopefully we're gonna drive off somewhere else and I'm gonna scout. Okay. Uh, you guys head back to the RV. Um, Piper sends out her drone. Um, it takes a little bit for the drone to get there. Um, Arthur reiterates one more time before Piper launches it how safe this needs to be. But he will trust in Piper. Yeah, it's it's worth noting uh, this drone is like palm of your hand. Mm. So it's it's not big. Okay. Um, it, given how tiny it is, it is going to take a little bit to get there. Yes. And my understanding is that Arthur wanted to take a moment to sit with Rosanna. Mm. Um, so we will address that now. This is a good time. While they're while while the drone is off doing a thing, Arthur can't sit still, so this is a perfect time for him to visit. He um goes into the room and just uh goes up, kind of stands near the bed. He's just watching Rosanna for a minute because he's trying to see if she'll wake up. Mm. And when she doesn't wake up initially. Unless she does. Does she wake up? Just Nope, she does not. Okay. Um, then he's just going to start talking to her and see if he can just wake her up by talking to her. Um, and and just say, Rosanna, um, I... You really need to wake up because we need you. Um, things are... Things are getting pretty intense right now. 
we're very close to something happening. We found out a lot. And I can't, we can't have you, we need you. We can't, we can't have you gone. I can't have you gone. Not, not right now. So you need to wake up. Whatever it takes. And then he's just going to stare at her for a very long time. Okay. While that's happening, Piper, you are watching your drone on your screen. You're watching your drone's view. Um, I have a couple of questions before I can tell you what needs to be rolled. Um, things like that. Uh, how close are you planning to get? Uh, I would like to be able to get close enough to potentially overhear whatever's happening. Okay, so pretty close. So pretty close. All right. Um, do your drones have a dice pool? Uh, yes, my drones for uh, these drones specifically for uh, awareness, stealth, and larceny use my wits plus technology. Okay, so let's roll that. Five successes. Okay. I have to roll something behind the screen. Okay, okay. Cool. Piper, you sweep in over what's going on. Um, and you start out pretty high up and you realize that the only sounds you're really getting is just the general mumble of conversation because there's so many people. So you've got to get closer if you want to get this specific conversation. And so you start to slowly descend. <laughs> uh, random cat uh, swipes at you as you get to the top of the box truck. Um, but um, you get in close and you get a snippet of conversation um, it seems fairly lighthearted. they are talking about um, it seems like they are talking about the house that Katie Lynn is going to be moving into here um, and there is the discussion that um you know, it's bigger than the last house that she had. It's, you know, nicer and it's it's newer built. Um, and that it will serve the needs of a growing family very well. Um, and it is about this time that that cat that was on the top of the box truck swipes at the drone and you aren't quite fast enough to avoid it. Um... And 
you watch your drone's camera view as it kind of plummets um, as it's knocked out of the air. And you watch um, the view of a pair of uh, like men's like loafers style shoes. Um, Oxford style shoes, not loafers. I'm sorry, that was the word I was looking for. Um, turn in the direction of the camera or in the direction of the drone. Walk towards it. Um, you see a hand for a moment and then uh, the drone gets picked up and you see the speaker's face up close. And he sort of gives a little wave uh, and you distinctly hear uh, hello, Miss Piper. And that is where we are going to end it for the evening. Uh, please join us next week where when we will continue and hopefully maybe Rosanna will wake up. Good night.